back and get ready to have the most fun you ever had with an electronic device. Sure. Let's Why do the it. hell not, right? Yeah, Why not? I, I don't have any control over this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you want it? Do you want I'm, it? I'm not the Giants' offensive coordinator. No control at all. <laughs> I'm throwing up my hands and surrendering. Any... You just show up and see what happens and give people encouragement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody, welcome out to the log room. It is. Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Jersey Johnny coming at you. And with me, as always, is none other than Mr. Radio Pete, Mr. Harry Lugnuts. Say hello, gentlemen. Howdy. Hello, gentlemen. How the Whoever. hell are you all? Both today? of you. All both of us. Uh, how the hell are you today? Happy birthday, by the way. No, I'm not one year older today like some people. Yeah. yeah gotcha. That would be you. What are you now? 61? 65. Nice. Almost, uh, you know, almost time to start collecting those checks. Yeah. How about you? Now, you guys are the same age, right? Uh, Patsy, you're older than me. I'm 78. He's 78. You're older than 65 is 78. Well, that's a year on. um, It's a year on Mars. Jupiter. That's the way it works. Yeah. 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 It's five dog years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a great Dane. Well, hell, then I must be 84. Yeah, that means that, that makes you eighty four exactly. Yes, sixty five, seventy eight, eighty four. Still doing the podcast at eighty four. That was not in my life plan. That was not in the plan. That was. Uh, I yeah, figured. I, I figured give it up by eighty two at the most. You know. Well, I mean, you know, it happens like that. I got a Larry, good Larry King did it to like ninety, didn't he? Ninety, no more than that. Ninety three or ninety four. Mm. Yeah, but like the last twenty years sucked. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, maybe, maybe was, not to him. No, that's true. Oh, not to him. Not to him. He had six marriages in that 20-year span. Exactly. Just six. I thought he had six in the last 10. But um, I don't know. I got, a, I got a good present today. You want to see it? Uh, sure. All right. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Wow. Does that go on the starting pitcher that you need? But wait. There's more. Okay. Jersey Johnny, number 18. Now batting number 18, Jersey Johnny. Now, what is the uh, what is the significance of the 18? It's what I always wore anytime I was on a softball team or whatever. Pick the number. I was always 18. So it's kind of a probably a Daryl Strawberry kind of nod, but, you know, what else? Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Thought it was maybe a something back in your early days to check Don Clendenden Don Clendenden check check their ID and make sure they're 18 <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a whole other story for a different Happiest podcast day of my life trust me I know <laughs> anyway they're well actually uh how long did you guys have to wait for what to to legally drink <laughs> Wait. Well, I don't know about that. But... Well, I mean, because I'm a li- I'm a little bit older than you, and right. it was 18, but then it went to 19. It was 21 for us. It, it missed was 21. Us. Okay, it, mi- it missed us. It went to 19 and then 21. Like it, within a few years, it was yeah. just like kind of just missed us. But we were we were just behind it. But 21, yeah. But I mean, you know, hey, what are you gonna do? I guess. No, like you. I said, I did say legally. Right, this is true. This is true, well, and everybody's the same way. And and Harry will even tell you there was a bar in the next town over from us, 
uh, and it was it wasn't even a bar really, as it was like a, a hamburger place and a and plus bar, you know, kind of um, on the uh, on uh, on Riverside Avenue and the next town over. And uh, literally, and I'm not kidding when I say this, as long as you were tall enough to reach up and put the money on the bar, you got served. Well, we had a, we went in there, I think, on my 21st birthday, and mm-hmm. somebody said told, and I had been going in there and getting packaged goods for probably you know. 12 years <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and the bartender just was like all right tell your friends to shut up exactly yeah. so, officially yeah. welcomed exactly exactly <laughs> so i gotta love it gotta love it but um yeah that was i mean that was then and this is now it's completely it's not right. even close to the same anymore and yeah. uh we're, we're just telling stories here none of this is true no 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 this yeah. is all this is all uh it's just, all fictional yeah, it was part of an autobiography I was reading online. Based on a true Based story. Based on a true story of someone else. It exactly. wasn't involved. We were we were just, no. we're, we're just characters nope. are the same, but the uh, names are changed. Apple right. juice till I was 19. 19. Apple juice, milk, and cold water. That's it. You have a very interesting something or other. Maybe it's a sticky note on your back wall that's blowing in the wind today. I oh, think yeah. I got the, it's waving uh, high is what it's doing. It's like, the uh, ceiling fan is on. That is, fans. believe it or not. Hold on a second. This room uh, used to be one of the boys' rooms gotcha. for a while. And that sticky note... Has been there for the last has 15 years. Has been there for probably about 10 years. Get out of here, really? I was kidding. Yeah. It's pretty sticky. That's yeah, a sticky note. Uh, it's a, uh, no, it's not a sticky note. It's got a piece of scotch tape on it. Oh, okay. And it's a little, and if you, you can't really see it, if you look there, there's uh, another one. That's another one on the door. You know what? I'm going to grab, grab one. What is the new kimono that you have uh, hanging over your egg crate? Egg uh, carton crates collection oh, going back there. <laughs> is that your uh, Sunday scarf? That's a towel. Towel. So it's All not right. even a kimono. It's a towel. I've, I've right? asked. I've asked. I've asked too many questions, and I've already gotten one answer. I don't want to know. <laughs> my tro- my, no, it's my tropical shower towel. It's your tropical so, shower towel. Now, is that a, is that a tropical towel, or do you take a tropical shower? Both. Both. Right. I am obligated to take a tropical shower. Because, I guess. Yeah. The, well, there's is no, the, the, why is that towel in that room since there's no shower in that room? Is there? <laughs> I hope, at least I hope uh, it goes to dry off. Because we have a number of towel racks <laughs> okay. that have come off the walls. Okay. So you go, you hang your tropical shower towel in your office. In the office. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? It, 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 well, it this is easy. where convenience, is- you know? This is where all my clothes are. Yeah. Right. Maria Kondo has her work cut out for her. Uh, she has <laughs> practically slit her wrist. Yeah, so, go. Gotta throw her up every now and then. <laughs> this so room brings me no joy. It brings no one. It sparks nothing. It sparks fear. Either that guy, my entire family. Either one that these, guy gets off the sticker, I'm going to kill myself. Exactly. One of these days, we'll actually put up a real picture of Marie Kondo, not just a Muppet picture of Marie Kondo. I, I like puppet Marie. Yeah, yeah. So here's this is the face. She's, she's that, that's, that's on exactly. the two. That's on the two things that are on the well, one was on the door. Right. And this was a face that kids used to draw when they were young. And it's, I always likened it to kind of a the Grinch, but it's a little bit disturbing. So I'll show you this. Okay. It's oh, a, yeah. uh, mm. That could be a number of things. It's yeah. sort of like an angry smile. 
Or, yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of like eyebrows, but there's no right. eyes. I Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see and that. And it's just like, and you know, like from yeah, far it away, it's just, it yeah, doesn't it's an, look... It's, a, it's an angry smile. I get that. It could also be like... Uh, um, What's that, uh, you know, upside down, the, uh, you know, when you're editing, uh, um, writing, you put that little carrot at the bottom. Oh, like yeah, up, yeah, yeah. So it uh, looks so like it an looks upside like down animal. carrot pointing at a nipple. It could be. It looks like a boob. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. But everything oh, looks like a boob to me. At, at one point, go. there were probably about 35 of these hanging. Mm, that's a lot of boobs. It's an odd number. Which 35, is 35 <laughs> boobs. Just all over the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like that post of Steve Martin bit for the. The crazy Vegas show, and you can't really tell what's going on. And you just right. go, "Wow, look at the boobs up there! There must be fifty-seven boobs on that stage." Fifty-seven, just yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. So anyway, that's uh, things that's that are that. hanging on my wall. A new segment here on the show. Hey, that's a that that. that I'm glad we rehearsed this. You know, I'm glad we have a. It's not a just a cold overhead now. Exactly. Exactly. Are we're on? Are we on? We are on. We are actually on. Well, listen, if we are, and I doubt this would ever happen. If we are Probably ever at a loss for content, this uh, no, room will this be room, our savior. Absolutely. Is it in there? That's a new segment. I'm just going to name something, and Pete will find it in his room. <laughs> well, I was going to actually, you know, I was going to actually bring it before, as far as being star for content, before we're talking about drinking. Um, you know, back in radio when we were in radio, um, the the most alcohol I've ever consumed while actually working on the air on radio was with was with Pete. Um, was he last night? Was, was he wearing the tropical towel? No, but he did fall asleep on a conference table a little later on in the evening. Yeah. So. nice. With uh, I think it was three or four pizza boxes underneath my, as a, as my, a pillow. Yeah, my, my pillow. Yeah, right. you exactly. didn't pass out on the air though, a la Joe Walsh, did you? No, 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 no. no. So, yeah, hmm. good times. Good time. There you go. Was that back in the seventies? Good, clean fun. My 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 big break, and then it was over. Just a few and months. Then it was later. over. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, well. All right. Well. All right. That, so we that'll go. wrap it up for tonight. We want to thank you for watching. No, I'm kidding. Remember our discussion of trying to keep the show shorter. Well, you know, if we if I figure if we uh, do a little bit more of a shtick in the beginning, it'll. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's Is this shtick or something else. Shtick sounds something. like shtick. To make up for it, we can skip hockey tonight. How about we that? could skip hockey? There Thank you. Not a whole lot like that. <laughs> let's, let's talk about let's talk about uh, let's talk about baseball. Let's uh, let's get into baseball. baseball. You bet. Baseball, you bet. Um, yeah. Will the Mets or the Yankees ever start hitting the ball? Will this happen? And the Yankees season? are kind of hitting it, depending on the day. I mean, uh, they're back to scoring runs the way they've always scored runs, which is. You know, DJ LeMay who gets a single or a double, and sure. one of the one of the five guys after him hits a home run. Right, right. Uh, you know, they 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 seem to uh, now, now this year they're having trouble with Baltimore. But yeah, uh, you know, the Mets hit occasionally too. I mean, their 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 best hitter might be their pit best pitcher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if <laughs> if, 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 if Degrom could hit. Uh, in well, nine he can, spots, they, like, they, they can just, just throw Tani, uh, stay you know. hitting and just like as soon as he gets on first or second or whatever, he hits a single, a double, whatever. Runner on, have him go back to the plate and hit again. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, there exactly. Go. Let me let me throw some numbers at you and you tell me what you think this is. Go for it. You, you'll know what it is. But two thirty two three zero nine three ninety. Two thirty two three oh nine three. Francisco Lindor's uh batting average. No. Not even close. So Francisco Lindor is much lower. No, than he's like twenty points below. Think bigger. Think bigger. Two two thirty five. Two thirty two. Two thirty two. What did I say? 
309-390. Tell us. That is the league average slash line. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? No one is hitting. Yeah, that is true. No one is hitting. And that's okay. I'm all right with that. I'm not concerned about average. I'm concerned about, like, the Yankees have scored six runs already tonight. On any night, six runs for them should be enough to win. Mm -hmm. But, however... However, they score six runs, and then, uh, you know, they the next night they score none. Yeah. Well, so, let, me, let me ask you this, because uh, this is part of that uh, equation, perhaps. Sure. What is going to happen with the Yankee catcher situation? Well, because uh, it's no longer, right, because we've, we've heard the explanation from Boone about, you know, um, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Higa- Higashioka. Higashioka, uh, you know, getting his time when it really wasn't his time. When it he's, wasn't he's, catch, he's catching again tonight. Yeah, because he's hitting more. So at what point does he let become let, the starting let you, catcher? Let me let you know a little secret. He's the starting catcher. That's Right now, it's already yeah. happened. He's the starting catcher. Okay. Here's the other thing that, you know, the, 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 the other night, uh, the Yankees and what was it? The Yankees-Cleveland game was on Major League Baseball Network. Yeah. So I was watching it on that because I don't have – Yes, or whatever the hell they're on right now. Yes, yeah. Um, and they had at the bottom of the screen they had CC Sabathia and a couple of the other typical yahoos from Major League Baseball Network talking through the game. What was interesting about it is Harold Reynolds actually came in and started talking. I think it was Harold Reynolds who brought this up about Sanchez and the fact of of one of the things that he does is that he doesn't frame the pitch. He'll show the target and then move it. And those those little bits of movement that he does are the difference between somebody getting a pitch that they can't hit and a pitch that's going to be right in their wheelhouse to hit. Right. And the thing with Agoshiaka, which is which is interesting, is that their pitching is doing a lot better. Corey Kluber had a, a good outing. Herman, who's back, Again, I don't know, Aaron Boone, what did, what the fuck's going through your mind? I don't know. But Herman, who I like, is having a decent start so far today. So it's not just the fact that Higoshioka is hitting 296 and seems to be a better fit at the bottom of the lineup when, when the lineup kind of turns the corner and goes back to the top. But he's just a better catcher. He's a right. better catcher. He's, he's all around pretty much in every way right. better. Right here's, now, here, 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 here is something that I have been just hoping for since the beginning of the season, and that is to put Higoshiaka behind the plate, to bring up Mike Ford and put him at first base, and understand that Talkman needs to start playing in left field mm-hmm. now. Tonight it's 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 Gardner in left field as opposed to you know what, what they were trying to do out there, but that puts DJ back at second base where he's and since he's been back at second base he's hitting again. So tonight they they also move Stanton up into the second spot. He's hitting in the second spot. He doesn't he's have the, the pressure. Spot, yeah. He doesn't have the pressure of hitting third or fourth, and they and and that's also allowed Gio or Ursula to move up, and now he's starting to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And Ford, believe it or not, is a pretty good first baseman, and his numbers don't look like it. But the other night, he he hit a, a home run, a back-to-back home run. 
he's it's just a better fit. They, it allows them to have better defense and it allows them to have people who are more naturally in those positions. Now, okay. now why judge is not playing tonight. I don't know. He's platooning these guys a little too much right now, yeah. but, and, and it also allowed Aaron Hicks to move down out right. of that third spot. Now Hicks, he had a couple of games. He moved down games. far enough. He moved down far enough. He doesn't bat at all. So for Stanton and Hicks, yeah, <laughs> no, but for Stan and Hicks, I don't think they can take the pressure of that third and fourth or fourth, you know, spot. Right. And w- never in a million years would I think, all right, you're going to have the, you know, the, the the one of the biggest sluggers in the history of the game in the second spot. But that works for the Yankees. And now Stan will probably go down to third or whatever the case might be when Judge plays. They actually had Judge in the third spot, which I like. They're hitting again. They're hitting some home runs again. They're playing better defense. And with the exception of a few games, they're getting decent pitching. Now, their bullpen is going to be worn out. Worn out. Sure. Come the playoffs. But you have to say you, you, that you gotta the, get there first. the MVP of the Yankee season so far is their bullpen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they've, and kept, so, they've kept the games close. Yeah, They should have won a hell of a lot more than they did, but they just couldn't hit the ball. Right. And, I mean, the same goes for the Mets, too. Right. You know, I mean, here we go. Another DeGrom start, you know. Um, and uh, was it's one nothing in one the, nothing Boston. one nothing Boston in the sixth. You know, I never thought Kansas City would have the best record in baseball right now, but right. they do. Um, everybody's bunched up a couple games below at or a couple games above 500. There's nobody running away with, with anything right now. Right. And there's a lot of parity, and you're right. There's not a lot of runs being scored. The pitching is just dominant, except for that one pitch that they can get in there that somebody can get their bat on it. And that's where Sanchez was causing a lot of problems with the Yankees when he was behind the plate. It wasn't so much just dropping to a knee and just not being able. It's, it's how he manages the pitchers. And and that's a big thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, and listen, and, and – uh, Ford could be that. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. That kind of that breakout guy, right? Every yeah. year, I mean, maybe, maybe. Ford's going to be a fill-in until Luke Voigt gets back, right? And then, right, and right. then he, and then he's going to play. You know, I'll but be honest is- with you. I don't mind having him at first base and Voigt as a DH if Hagoshioka's catching because you don't, you know, you don't necessarily need Sanchez in the lineup. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you already well, have, you already have no three or four DHs though, right? You, you have know, too many DHs, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, Ford, you know, Ford uh, could be that guy that you know kind of comes alive, and and then maybe it's not such an easy decision when Voigt comes back. No, it's a very easy decision. Voigt starts, and because he, he's bit last two years, he's been the Yankees' best slugger. He led the league in home runs last year. Right. So he, it's well, a I'm saying it first, no-brainer. I'm putting right at first. You know, a lot of people wanna... had some criticisms of Voigt at first. I actually thought Voigt is. I think he's a pretty I good man. I, I thought no, I think he's actually a way you know above average. Uh, first baseman, I, I you know, I, I think he's actually. I never have a problem with him at first. That doesn't scare me to him. The Yankees have three really good defensive first basemen, whether it's Lemayhu, Ford, or, or or Voight. You know, with probably Lemayhu and Ford being the two yeah, best. But sure. Lemayhu, you know, you're. But you're taking paying, you're, you're taking a, you're taking away a premier middle infielder. Yeah, you're not paying baseman. him to be a good first baseman. No. You're paying him to be. A He's really just the kind of guy player. who's always going to move where they put him and always do a pretty darn good job. Whether sure. I mean, other than shortstop, although I'll, t- I'll tell you what, he's probably a better shortstop than than Glaber Torres. 
Uh, well, yeah, I, actually, I heard calls this morning on the radio. Uh, go get uh, story. Yeah, I mean, all right, they're just like a foregone what? conclusion. Don't, don't wait, just go do it now because there's no one else. Just enough, no waiting, no waiting. Right. You know? I really, I, I think that's a foregone. I mean, and whether it happens now or it happens at any time between now and August, yeah, it's going to be Trevor. And look, the, the Yankees need to win point. now. The, the, the time that they're right, going to have their point. with Garrett Cole is now. Yeah. So while you're out in Colorado, save on airfare. And he's not having a great year, so you might be able to get him at a, 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 a discount. But get story, oh, the, get story and bring Charlie Blackman along. A trade uh, Sanchez for story. Easy, done. But nobody's going to do that. No, Although, I know. Right? It, it is the Rockies. The kind of, it is the Rockies. Well, I don't even think the Rockies, Rockies are going to do that. I really don't. <laughs> how many years is? How many years left on Sanchez's contract? That would be. I don't know. Uh, two. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. How about uh, How about that, Matt Harvey? Yeah. Yeah. What about things of one run ball night? against the Yankees? Uh. You can't imagine he's going to be very good for very long, though. No, but he might. I don't know. You know what? I mean, more power to him. If he is, he is. It's awesome. You know, I mean, for him to come back from thoracic outlet surgery and and pitch like he's pitching right now, I really didn't think it could be done. Yeah. And and when you know when when the news first broke that he made the starting lineup with the Orioles, I was like, okay, what does that speak to the Orioles starting pitching? Right. You know, but yeah, he's been pitching pretty decent. I mean, he's he's his ERA is still a little over four. But, you know, he's been pitching better than I would have thought he would have been after that surgery and certainly better than he was at all for the Mets or anywhere else he's bounced around to since since leaving. Yeah, sure. But, Here's the difference between Harvey the other night and why the Yankees are winning tonight. Kremer was a starting pitcher for the Baltimore Rose, pitched 4.1 innings and had 89 pitches. Right. That's how the Yankees win. And it, it, you know that, and that's why you want a guy like Brett Gardner and Mike Ford and some of these. I mean, Stanton, Stanton, and Sanchez. I think they're two of the easiest guys to strike out on three pitches. And Judge isn't much better. If Judge just lo- looks off a couple pitches, he'll, odds are they're going to walk him. But when he swings at the, they love to swing at that first pitch, and then and then they're just behind on the count, and they're. They're gone. So the Yankees are back to working the count and getting to people's bullpens, and that's where they can win. And, you know, they're doing it tonight. They, uh, you know, six runs. They, you know, I feel happy when they score 10, but it's, uh, you know. Well, what did you think about um, Aaron Boone's comments the other day, I don't, or Aaron Judge's comments about yeah. Boone getting uh, – Tossed, I guess, and uh, you know that kind of fires up the team. Right. Yeah, I think it's something he needed to do. I think he was doing it because there was, you know, there's rumblings about, hey, Buck Showalter's available. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Does that really fire up the team? I mean, I think Judge didn't, they, didn't just, they have a, didn't they have a meeting after Game yes, One against the, against the Rays and uh, and. Aaron got fired up, and the right. team really didn't get fired up. So I don't. Know. I mean, whatever it takes. I, I think firing up a team. Can you fire these guys up anymore? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, I'll tell you the other thing I noticed about that is uh, Boone was talking about oh, muggy and bumpy, or everybody's everybody's nickname ended and bumpy. I, I I forget what the There's... names were. Uh, two two nicknames for guys, and then Judge comes on and he's talking about Booney, and I'm like, do you have to? Everyone's nickname on the team just ends in 
E-Y Boone. or Y. Yeah. Is that why you put your uh, uh, well, things the, before? He said, yeah, when Booney gets fired up, you know. The, 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 the guy Ruffy who gets his team fired up is Gardner. I mean, well, Gardy. 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 Gardy, yeah. Gardy's a nut job, but he yeah, gets, he you know, and he throw oh, a bat he gets, and break it, get thrown out for hitting, hitting the bat on the top of the dugout. Well, you I mean, need some of that. Well, look at us, uh, Harry, Petey, Johnny. You know, I mean, we're all. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just funny to hear Boone mention two names like that, and right. then Judge come on and, and Judge comes right back and says, "Call him Gar- Booney, Booney, Booney." Yeah, Booney. John Donovan wanted to comment in. He said, uh, "Joel Sherman said Torres for story. Would you do that?" I would. The, the The thing there that the Yankees are going to balk at is is their pride in in in. Having Glaber Torres, and, well, just because he came up through their system, right. and the fact that if I'm not mistaken, Story's about four years older than Torres, maybe more, not more than that, probably. Yeah, I imagine, yeah. So as a shortstop in the league, I mean, even Derek Jeter kind of hit a wall after injuries and age crept up. Um, yeah, but I mean, you got to you got to see more than you know a year or two. I have no a, problem a better yeah, shortstop play was... with Story than over over Glaber Torres. I, yeah, I, was, I thought getting rid of here. Here. Again, Reddit DD Gregorius was a mistake. Uh, sure. Glaber, oh, yeah. Well, yeah I don't see Glaber Torres turning into a superstar. I just don't. Yeah. If you look statistically, he doesn't have that as many games, obviously, but Gregorius is, you know, if you look statistically at the, way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Well, I mean, num- and as far as his, his days with the Yankees and where he ranks amongst, uh, you He's know, we probably- just did the. We, Probably you know, the fourth the, best shortstop to ever played. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, right. Maybe that's the third. Probably. Maybe the third. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a whole. You know, it wasn't the Story, as large. Trevor Story's twenty-eight. Do it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, exactly. entering entering the prime. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, it's been this way for a little while too. I mean, everybody they've been bringing along. Uh, and we talked about this last week with the, uh, you know, the baby bombers that they had, you know, several years ago. Uh, you know, when they were, uh, you know, lost in the. Uh, you know, beat beat Cleveland and then, uh, lost to uh, lost the uh, Astros the first time. Uh, what was that? Four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, you thought, okay, yeah, you know what? The, the baby bombers they're they're coming along. They got a new nucleus of homegrown talent. Blah 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 blah. And it hasn't panned out like it did twenty something years ago. The guys um, who have panned out have been the guys that they've traded for, kind of on the slide, and who took advantage of their opportunities when it was given to them. I mean, we heard for years about Greg Bird broken foot, come back. Greg Bird, da, 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 da. you know, Luke Voigt slid in there. Right. He, no, nobody was saying we we have to make room for Luke Voigt to play. Nobody's. I mean, he he barely he wasn't even on the, the starting the roster on starting day with Talkman. Talkman's a guy whose numbers don't. He's he's a good fielder. He's and when he gets on base, he's one of the Yankees' best base stealers. And and he seems to be a guy who can create runs. Sure. I like you know. I mean, look, that to me is more of a future in the outfield. Stanton, you've already given up on him playing the outfield. Judge is a good outfielder, but I don't know how much. I'm not sure Aaron Judge hasn't been figured out somewhat. Right. He's he's just a big target, and pitchers, top notch pitchers, have figured him out. Yeah, I'm so, hearing a, a lot of uh, rumblings about Judge and the I said injury, it last year. the injuries yeah. and the number of games he's missed. He hasn't played more than. I don't know. It was, it was it was crazy. 112 games, I think, since his rookie season or something like right. that. You know, the, the other the other day, somebody hit a home run that I think Aaron Judge of two years ago would have caught. Yeah, 
So was, uh, yeah, a couple weeks yeah. ago there, there was yeah. one over yeah. his head. It was it was a double too, right? Or even a triple, yeah. And, he, and, and, and even the other day, one that was that landed in the stands, but he he, he was right there. Right. And I just there's something there's something going on there. And and you're right, it's 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 time and it's injuries, and I, I'm not sure he's not 100 percent healthy right, right now. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's, uh, they, they have to start finishing games and, and getting, you know, pitchers into the sixth, sixth inning or so at least, yep. or else they're, they're, you know, Chad Green's arm's going to fall off. But, but some of these newer guys that they brought in, uh, relief wise have done fairly well. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see the Yankees make a move. I think, I think they've been a little too, laid back in recent years with trying to say, Hey, we have everything we need and, and not with the exception of Cole, they haven't really gone out and been aggressive in getting great players. I mean, LeMahieu was, was under the radar. I mean, there wasn't, the Yankees weren't even talking about DJ LeMahieu being a starting player. There was more chatter right. about uh, what's his name. Who also came over from the Rockies that spring t- training and then, uh, Decided to retire. Uh, the shortstop. Uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting. Tulowitz. Tulowitz. Yeah, I mean, there was more chatter about that when Tulo right. came over. So and that was right, and that was less. Well, I don't know. I, two I, years, years ago. Two years ago. Right. I figured it was less likely that uh, Tulo was going to have sort of a resurgence. Although, right. if he was, it was going to be with the Yankees. But that seemed like way more of a long shot. Than, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you're right. There was more talk about that. Than, so they, they, I, I don't know. they filled I mean, the hole with some good guys. Yeah, but you know, kind of the, look the days of the uh, the Yankees going out and getting the big names well, kind of come to an end. Well, what are the big names? I think that's kind of the thing. It's like there's well, three, I mean, who's, there's who's three, the last? There's four great pitchers in baseball that anyone would love to have on their team right now. Right, and, but those guys the, only go. And the Yankees have one of them. The Yankees have but one. He only of them, goes yeah. every fifth day. But I'm saying, you know, since a Rod. Who's the last superstar they brought in? Well, Stanton. Yeah, Stanton. Okay. They paid a lot of money for a guy who was an MVP, I think, the year before, right? The year Wasn't before he was MVP, yeah. Batting champ two years before that, mm-hmm. right? And has sucked ever since. You think uh, Derek Jeter well, that, something? So that's maybe why they're not doing that. Yeah, maybe they're a little gun shy. A little bit. That's true. That's true. Well, you put couple of that with Jacoby Ellsbury too. I mean, that was just a joke of uh, no, that was a horrible of money. money you know? <laughs> well, that was a lot of money, but I mean, yeah. I, well, I don't know. I guess he was he, at the tail. How old? Uh, how old well, was Ellsbury? He was two, two years off of a what World Series MVP? Two years off of World yeah. Series MVP. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he was still considered at the sort of the tail end yeah. of his prime years, wasn't it? I don't know how old yes, he was. Yes, exactly, yes but... and no, but he should have been playing better than he was. You know, well, yeah, so... no, no question. He was a, a yeah. horrible bust. But um, but yeah, between him and Stanton, they're probably a little gun shy. You know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure the the free swinging uh, home run hitter is what is going to win you games. Now, yeah, the long ball plays a bigger part in baseball than it ever has. But if you look at a team like the Dodgers, they have guys who are great. They're not super big. They're just they're guys who can do it all. They're good hitters. They're old school good hitters who, yeah. who some of them happen to be able to hit for power, and all of them can hit the long ball on occasion. But they're also good defensively. Yeah. So and they have balance in their lineup. I'm not sure this just you know. Well, speaking of the Dodgers, there you go. just for speaking a second, go for it. Uh, it should be fun to watch them and the Padres. 
if this past weekend is any indication. Padres seem to have their number, huh? Well, but the, listen, the Dodgers had the Padres number and took two out of three in in their house. So, but um, yeah, I mean, this could be fun to watch all summer long if it if it plays out and continues. You know? I mean, right now you have, what you have to say the story of the league is the the Royals and the San Francisco Giants. Yep. I mean, they're 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 playing really really well. You know, the Giants, are, the Giants yeah. are playing good ball right now. The Giants are you know. They're right. They're half what? They're half a game behind the Dodgers right now. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, you know, I, mean, I think we all playing think in Pittsburgh coming... turned it around too. Pittsburgh is the bottom, and now they're yeah. they're game and a half out of first in uh, in the Central. So you know, and Mets are still clinging on to that uh, clinging on to that first place, but uh, not you know. Well, listen, I, not, you, not, you... not scoring not scoring any runs when uh, Degrom is uh, when Degrom just is look pitching. at just look at the standings. Yeah. Uh, the it's a NLEs, lot of parody. The NLE, yeah, and the NLEs is the worst division in baseball right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it really, really is. I mean, the Mets are, you know, in first. Nine and nine at 500 right now. 500. The, you got first place. everybody else is underwater. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, there's not a single team that's over but not hor- But not horribly underwater. You no, know, not no, horribly there's underwater. There's no, no, there's no team is... that's three and 26 right now. You no. Know. no, that's true. But that, yeah. you know. Anybody, can, anybody can turn this around in in two or three games. There's, there's nobody yeah. who's got. Uh, and again, it's, it's, you know, there's nobody who's got, um, you know, 12, 14, 15 wins. No, you know, as, well, as the no, league no, leaders, not, not in that division. No. no, but I'm and right. That's what I'm saying. As the league leaders in every other division do, and, and in some cases, a couple of teams in some of the other divisions do. The, the National League East is nowhere close. No. I mean, the Oakland Athletics just seem every year to be able to do what they do. Every year. Same and, thing. you know, another team that's been pretty darn good for the last, I would say, six or seven years is the Brewers. Yeah. And, you know, they're not – they're 14 and 10. They're four games over 500. Okay, great. But, they, you know, they're they're game and a half over the Cardinals and three games over the Reds, two teams and the Cubs who were supposed to have a bounce back here. Right. So, uh, you know, there, there's something to be said about some of the formulas that these – you know, there's na- – name a Brewer other than uh, – you know, the, Braun and uh, uh, well, he's not even on the team anymore. Nope. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Robin it, Brewer, Christian Yelich. Yeah, well, other than Christian uh, Yelich, yeah. Robin Yelich. Uh, Lorenzo Cain. Cain's still there. Robin, but he's, uh, Raleigh Fingers. Uh, Robin Yelich. Oh, Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, cur- by the way, uh, did you mean current or just at all? <laughs> no, I mean current. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I know that's it's, and that's just, probably that's probably the way they like it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, the last all, all, all their pitchers have the same haircut. It's kind of like the Dutch boy uh, you look, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the Grom sort of rocking that too. Tatis Junior. Uh, two home runs against Kershaw and two home runs against Bauer. Mm-hmm. The last time a guy had two home runs in the game against back-to-back Cy Young winners was Mickey Mantle. Never. Nobody's yeah. ever done it. Nobody's ever done it. Yeah. Never. And one other, never. Uh, show yeah, but I, I think I think Phil Rizzuto would ha- would average twelve home runs a year in today's baseball. I mean, his average would drop thirty points, but you know, I mean, it's just more people hit the long ball. Yeah. I mean, right. No, I'm just saying it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the long ball, Shohei Otani. Uh, this is not. This was last night, I guess. Um, starting, uh, finally doing what we were thinking about him maybe doing, which was pitching well and hitting well. Um, 
starting the game, I guess it was last night, while leading the majors in home runs. Mm -hmm. And that has not happened since. That is, that is truly a Ruthian feat since Ruthian 1921. Feet, yeah. He was the last guy. So, And I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see. I don't know if he can keep it up for a whole season. Sure. But, I mean, um, he's, hitting, he's hitting 291. Yeah. Listen, he's – we talk about Mike Trout, right, who's the best player in baseball and never gets any attention, right, yeah. because they, they never – you know, they don't have any extra money they're willing to spend to put a team around him that wins, so he never gets to the playoffs and never sure. gets on the national stage. Well, now he's not even getting the most attention on his own team. No. <laughs> but I don't really I, – I don't know. He's never really complained about it. I think it's fine, I guess. Yes. It's fine when you're making, you know, $35 million a year or 45 or whatever that – 35, I think it is. But uh, I'm just I'm just excited because – I, I like to see stuff like that. I'm I'm rooting for Shohei Otani to at least be yeah, pretty good. Be a pretty good pitcher. You and I think he's a pretty good. You know, as a fan yeah. of baseball, you want to yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody's talking about the fact that that Mike Trout is hitting 431. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I well, mean. He's not nobody, even. Nobody ever talks about anything good that Mike Trout does. Team, so, yeah. I, mean, uh, I think they do. But... Well, the only time it's mentioned is when people say, "Well, but he never gets any attention because he's never on the national stage because right, he yeah. never gets in the playoffs." It's it's, it's a shame. Uh, just. Just as I mentioned right now, the uh, the Mets have something. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, what Sorry happened? Well, they had runners on first and second with two outs. And oh, uh, thanks, Dom. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Dom, uh, Dom, Dom. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so. if Dom Smith doesn't hit, then if Dom Smith's not hitting, I'll tell you what. Here's a little secret that you guys probably already know: the Red Sox pitching is a lot better than people thought it was. going to Yeah, be. it really is. The yeah, Red yeah. Sox are a lot better than people. Well, we I, we kind of I, th I thought they'd bounce back and, and hit the ball, but their their pitching's been pretty darn good. This is true. This is true. And yeah, and Degrom is out now, so it's only going to get worse. Degrom is they pulled him out because he's out. Ninety two yeah. pitches. Okay. Yeah, Nemo's the only guy who's really hitting. So yeah, he can only get a no decision or a loss. That's it. And well, and JD Davis, but that's he doesn't. J.D. Yeah. Davis is hitting, too. Nimmo and J.D. Davis are hitting. But he doesn't have as many at-bats. So right. that, that's part of it. But, hey, listen, 382 is 382. This is true. This is very and, true. And <laughs> Grom's hitting 462. <laughs> Take that, and, Mike Trout. Well, and, yeah, that's not Aaron Loop is in the game right now. And Aaron Loop yeah. is pitching. So yeah. I'm going to probably shut this off. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, um, so on some other Mets news, did you hear uh, uh, Mr. Blevins retired? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Blevins retired. He uh, he didn't make the team. Favorite beer man. Exactly. He didn't make the team, and he said if he didn't make the team, he was going to retire. And then he didn't make the team, but he went to the minors. I guess he wanted to work on a couple things, and I guess it just wasn't working out. So he announced today he's done. Retire retirement for uh, Jerry Blevins. So happy retirement, Mr. Blevins. Yeah. Uh, good job. Thanks for uh, thanks for the years, um, and as well as some uh, interesting times. But uh, hey. You know what? Uh, he, he was on SNY last year when he wasn't playing, so right. it was interesting. They brought him on for a couple of uh, segments. It was uh, it's pretty funny, um, but good. You know, it worked. So, well, was, he, uh, was he any good? Did you get to see him? Was, was he any decent. good? He was decent. He was mm -hmm. decent. Um, you know, I mean, Listen, I, it, that's all you got to be. I mean, not to, you know, yeah, is my yeah. is my edible kicking in, or do I hear somebody practicing like that's a trombone? Horn. No, yeah, that's right. no, a trombone. Yeah, it's a trombone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's both. It's time. It's both. It's, it's both, actually. <laughs>
Is my edible kicking in? I love the it. The musical house. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we wanted to wait. We what, wanted to wait until that did. happened. Right. And right. then I gave a hand signal. The boy so, was watching. Does it, does it make it sound any better, by the way? What he neglected to tell you was the edible he had was a Flintstones chewable. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of edible things. Well, listen, at least you're going to get your, your zinc. Exactly. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> So, um, um, what else we got on the Mets? I don't know. I, I, you know what? They're just not hitting. They booed. Uh, yeah. They booed. Um, uh, they booed uh, uh, Lindor last night. And, well, he deserves uh, it. He doesn't. Uh, yeah, and he he actually reacted to it. He says it just it sucks. It doesn't feel right. Well, start swinging the damn bat. Yeah, he'll come around. Yeah, I'm sure he will. He, he's always a slow starter and uh, habitually and over the years. We're only twenty games in, but uh, yeah. you know, somebody, somebody, just somebody hit the ball. That's exactly. All. So, you know, it's rare to see a nearly an entire team, you know, where it's two the first two digits in anyone's batting average are two five or less or less. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, going on right now. So exactly. So, um, you know, what I, I did want to bring up unless you got other Mets stuff. to talk No, about, good. We're good. I wanted to ask you guys a question, which I'm hearing a lot of chatter about and say what you want about Major League Baseball and the rules, the new rules we like and the ones we don't. I think. Yeah. I think we're kind of on the same page with sure. most of them. Of course. Uh, how do we? F- I'm not sure though. I want to ask. How do we feel about the seven inning doubleheaders? Hate it. Horrible. Hate it. Okay, fine. Are you bringing up Madison Baumgartner? Yeah. Yeah. It's it is a, a seven. It is a seven inning no hitter. A no hitter. Well, here's what I said, and and everybody was going back. It's to an asterisk. I mean, is a is a seven inning game a complete game? Well, in this case, it is. Here's my argument. Here's my argument. Everybody's saying, well, it's the same thing as a range shortened. Uh, if somebody's got a no-hitter or a no-no going, uh, and after seven innings, uh, the range shortens the game, and it becomes an official game, they don't count the no-hitter. I get that. But here's my thing. That's not an, the, the game was originally scheduled to be nine innings that day, and it, yeah. it, it was shortened to seven innings. These games are originally scheduled to be seven innings. Yeah. So it, Major League Baseball is deeming them complete games at seven innings before they even play them. I mean, there is a strategy a to that. I mean, if if, if I had a seven-inning game coming up, and I'm the Mets, for instance, I'm making sure that my rotation comes through and DeGrom is pitching in one of those right. seven-inning games. Well, and everything- you know, it, it, it just makes uh, – it's a strategy thing now. Yeah, well – I, I don't like any of the new rules. A baseball game is nine innings. Baseball games but, nine innings. But there's my, no my, runner on second for extra innings. There's no. no, no, these, no these, are, these are all stupid rules. But my stupidity. point is, this is stupidity on top of stupidity. Right. Is it a no hitter? Yes, it's a yes. seven inning no hitter. It's a seven inning no hitter. All of the all of the other make a new category that, yeah. because these are the new rules for at least last year and this year. It's a seven inning no hitter. It's still a no hitter. All the batting stats count. All the pitching stats count. You get a win. You get a hold, you get a save, all those things. Right. But yeah, if it's, no, if no, it's, we're get, no, it can't be a no hitter. Right. If it's I mean, not, if it's a, just, if you can't count it as a no hitter, you can't count it as a win either, right? I mean, you can't. Uh, how can you count no, everything except for I mean, one category? Because you you could pitch. It's a, a complete third, game third of an inning I, and have a win. I understand. It, I'm just right, being, but it's a complete game yeah. too. If you. You pitch the whole game. It's, it's a complete game. It's a complete game. It but doesn't it make any sense because you 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 didn't give the man the opportunity to pitch the other two innings, and who's to say he couldn't have right. gone those, the those entire nine? Those two innings don't exist. You you're exactly right, John. This is not a game that was shortened due to extraneous circumstances. Right. This is a seven inning game. And you know what? what? If it was a nine inning game, he may have still pitched a no hitter, and he might not have won. 
This is very true. You know, I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into the, the hardest two innings when pitching a no hitter are the eighth and the ninth. So I mean, right. now here, here's the other thing. Somebody, well, yeah, somebody... but I, I, that's yes. But it's also in retrospect, like if he gives it up in the fourth, well, then we have like three or four less innings to be on the edge of our seats. It's, right. a, it's, it's right. like so it's it equivalent you know. of the NBA going, you know, these guys have a back to back game. So let's just play three quarters. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or, or let's play let's play ten minute quarters. Somebody actually commented in one of the groups the other day or yesterday, whenever the, uh, right after the game, and, and everybody's complaining about it. And they go, you know, all he had to do was because it was what was it two nothing? They won two nothing, right? All he, so. all he had to do was walk to walk the bases loaded and then walk two runs in and then strike out the side. So the game continues, and then. Keep it going through the eighth keep, inning and then finish the game out in the ninth. So he gets, even though we're it's talk, We're talking he, about Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> there is nobody happier to get off the mound after seven innings than Madison Bumgarner. This is true. Yeah. Especially seven known innings. He was having flashbacks of 2016. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or whenever, probably before that. 2014, actually. Yeah. 14, I mean, yeah. It, it, he was. That quite honestly was one of the best pitching performances I've ever seen. In he was series. Superman that he year. He was. Lights all, out. All lights out. Not just in the World Series, too. All through the playoffs. Playoff. All through the playoffs. He was. Absolutely. Lights so, out. I, I don't know. Look, lights baseball out. is. I'm happy for Bumgarner. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I am, too. I am, too. You know? I mean, if Tim Lin- maybe Tim Lincecum will have a bounce back here. Maybe he will. Well, listen, maybe he'll pitch five, and then it'll be a rain out, and. He won't get he won't get credit for a no hitter for that either. Back to back no hitters for twelve innings. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Like, if you get back to back no hitters, and we almost had that, right? Didn't the Braves almost get uh, no yeah. hit for two two yeah. uh, during a double hitter? Right? They yeah. had one hit, I think. One hit for two mm-hmm. for two games. And we almost had a Vandermeer, yeah. but it really wouldn't count because it was only seven innings. Right. Well, you know, it doesn't count, right? Because yeah. they can say what they want. They can. I, I just. I'm tired of it. If you're going to make it's, a game it's... seven innings, all the uh, if 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 that's the scheduled game, I don't care whether it's seven innings, six innings, one inning, nineteen innings, doesn't matter. Whatever the scheduled game is, that's your complete game for that day. Every, yeah, so if right. somebody throws a no hitter, yeah. give him a no hitter. I, I think the pressure will come down, and he'll wind up with his no hitter. I mean, I, I really do. I don't think it's going to continue with that. But I think I don't. I don't know. I, don't they, know. I mean, I, they might change the rule, but yeah, I think it won't be till the end of the year. Listen, there, whatever. Who cares right now? It changes. Well, the, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to mean anything to, during the year. It just means do history. So no, yeah. take the win and go home. If, if yeah. Baseball wants to wonder why it's dying on the vine. It's this. Is it? Is baseball really dying on the vine? I don't think it is. The, it, popularity it, is dropping. The word, this, the word about is getting around there because people are saying that helping. it is. All people said that about football. Is. People have said that about No one ever said football is dying on the vine. That's well, the last thing that's going to. Yeah. Well, no one on this program ever said that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, my point is this kind of bullshit isn't helping. All no. these ridiculous rule changes. I, I, out of any of the sports, though, and I can't stand what's happened to any of the big three. Right. NFL is probably the the least. I just can't stand watching it sometimes. Right. And I think oh, just I just some... I don't I don't watch hockey anymore. No, but hockey hasn't really changed. <laughs> but I never watched it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to watch it when you know <laughs> Mike Bossy and Brian Trottier were skating around, and and the Rangers were doing Jordache commercials. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. uh, when when the playoffs come around. Or Sasan, I'm sorry, Sasan. Yeah, I think Sassan. it was Sassan, yeah. La la, la la, Sassan. Sassan. Yeah. Sassan. 
Sassoon, Sassoon, all right, I think Sassoon, the, Sassoon. I think that's all I had on the baseball. Yeah, I think I think that pretty much wraps baseball up for today. But it's it's uh, it uh, it just just the last word. Rob Manfred has way too much time on his hands to think of all these freaking stupid rules. That's all I'm saying. I've said it before, and I will keep saying it until something changes. You know. Well, but, but probably nothing's going to. If the owners are happy, right? That's what it's all happy. about now. Manfred has no power. He has no independence. He works. The, for owners, the owners really want a runner on second in extra innings. Uh, if it really? ends, I don't. If it ends the game, yeah, I guess so. Why do they want to end the game? Don't they want to keep people in the stands to keep buying stuff at the, the concession? It's too, too, it's, it's, a double that, header. No, no, hold on. But, no, but a now double header. In a double header, that's four innings that people are not buying stuff. Right. At concession, four innings. Yeah, but a lot of places they don't let you buy beer after. Like the beer is not the big. The beer is not the big price. It's the other ticket item. It's it's, it's a lot of money that, for a beer. No, it's but, all but the beer. fact that people are going to the concession stands once now as opposed to twice during the course but of the, the beer a- leads to a lot of other things. Sure, yeah. sure. I don't not with kids and yeah. You bring, uh, you bring a family there and you got two or three kids with you and their friends or so. Whatever. You're not buying them beers. You know, you get one beer. No, but you you get beers and then you get thirsty and then if you win, you're in a good mood and you're a little bit inebriated and you stop and buy a jersey on the way out that you right. probably would have normally because you wouldn't be half in the bag so right. yeah that's my theory there you go that's true that's, that's true. how i assume it works it's happened before uh, drunkenness leads to uh unfortunately frivolous spending frivolous spending not just in baseball but yeah, i mean if they really want to make the game interesting and faster then you know have the mascots have to start at second base <laughs> and one of them has to be in the field there you, you know go. or allow I, allow for a professional wrestler to guard home plate Right. When with the guy on second, you know, you I mean, if you really want to make, work. It, make yeah. it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a I lot, said, a lot you know, of the catchers to block the plate again, Johnny the, Bench style. Sure. In the ten, like I said it before, yeah. in the 10th inning, runner yeah. on second. If it goes to the 11th inning, runner on third. If it goes to the 12th inning, runner halfway between third and home. Just waiting, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. I think but, uh, uh, goes to the thirteenth. You spot each team a run. And, I think a mascot death match would be a fine way. That'd be to interesting. Work. That'd be interesting. No extra innings, just the mascot death match. Yeah, that'd be fine with me too. Nine inning game, it's tied. Get those guys ball. out there. Not a good game of dodgeball. I'm thinking dodgeball. swords and pikes. Jeez, oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't think I want to know. It hurts if you get hit with it. Now, it sounds like a game that's only played at certain gentlemen's clubs. <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to those. So. No. no pun intended. Each but their own. You'd be <laughs> turning over a lot of mascots. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, uh, so now on. Oh, no, we're skipping hockey. So we'll skip hockey. No, Domingo, so we got, Domingo Herman is one out away from pitching a complete game. Wow. Beautiful. I thought you were going to say a perfect game. game. I was going to say game? what? No. He's, he's, uh, he's pitched 6.2 innings. <laughs> and the Mets are still <laughs> losing one nothing. Oh, well, we have to do our uh, – we, got God, a, we have a, we have voluminous amounts of lists for things yeah, we tonight, have a, folks. We have a list. Well, yeah, are, are we just gonna run the? I don't we'll, know. You, we'll run through it. We'll run through it. If we'll you like lists, it. folks, this is the show. This is the time this, for this, you to watch. Yeah, we, we let's, only let's, love let's our it lists. Let's keep it free. We'll keep our brief. I'm gonna read. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna read the names, and you two mention any any information. Yeah, right. right? I'm not gonna right. mention any stats or anything. No, that's it. That's it. Okay. I'll just go thumbs up or thumbs down. There you go. All right. So last week we did our our. Uh, top New York Mets of all time by position. Tonight we're doing our top New York Yankees of all time by position. Here we go. It's a lot harder. It was a lot harder. Uh, definitely, definitely was a lot harder. So here we go. So what we did, folks, what we did, we did two players for each position. I don't think it was. I think it was easier. We did 
two players for each position. Well, depending on what you're looking at. Uh, two players for each position, and including DH, and then we did five starting pitchers and five relief pitchers. Well, with, with, with the Mets, there was one decent player in history at each position. With the Yankees, there was like 12. Right. Just right. because yeah, they've been around a lot. There were some but positions they were also that, three or four been around where there was just no doubt about it. Even right. right. It was more a question of where do you put, you know, two, three, or four, or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Well, with the Mets, it was like, did the, who, who played? I don't even remember anybody playing left field for the Mets. I don't know. Was, uh, that's why it was just Lee Mazzilli. <laughs> Lee Mazzilli for everything. I put him honorable mention for Yankee first base, by the there way. There you go. No? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. All right, here he, we go. He was one of the few Mets that didn't come over to the Yankees at that time. There was a lot that did. This is true. All right, so anyway, so top, top New York Yankees of all time by position. Here we go. We're going to start with catcher. I'm going to give you two names. Uh, catcher, Yogi Berra and Thurman Munson. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, Peter, Yogi Berra, and Thurman Lee Munson. Y- Yankees have had some great catchers. <laughs> yes, they have. You could fill that list up with at least two more names easily. Sure. Yeah. sure. No one can hate Yogi Berra. I don't care where you're from. Absolutely. No. You can't hate Yogi Berra. And Munson was on that short list of Yankees that I – well, I suppose somebody could hate him, but uh, Munson on the short list of Yankees I really liked. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Two, two, two incredibly great pitchers. One's career cut short, tragically, but uh, two incredibly great pitchers on a – Catchers. A, what, what, catchers. Ca- catchers. Did I say? They might have been pitchers. I think I thought I said catchers. Well, they were good little uh, league pitchers. They were. (laughs) They were. Uh, uh, In in a plethora of amazing catchers uh, in in the team. So, anyway, Yogi Berra and Thurman Munson. All right, moving on to first base would be Lou Gehrig and Don, Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly. Gentlemen? Yeah, I mean, somebody who's argued could be, you could argue, is maybe one of the best baseball players of all time in Garrick. And, sure. you know, again, Mattingly was one of those guys. I, I think as I look back on Mattingly, his numbers were pretty, pretty astounding. And and he sort of was one of the, he, he, his batting style was really kind of groundbreaking as well. He had an interesting batting style, which you see a lot more guys that came up after him adopting. But you know, the the big thing with Don is that he he was never on a, a Yankee championship team, right? And you know that well, that certainly wasn't his fault. No, no, no not at all. You know, it wasn't for lack of trying. No, man. And, yeah, one more say, year he would have been. Well, yeah, and you could and you could say, look, he you know he had a, a a short window of greatness, but man, I mean that greatness was he played a long time. Yeah, and I'll say he's a pretty good manager as well. So you know, this is true. This is true. All right. Number or number? I mean, go with the numbers again. Number first, second. Number for number first base, Lou Gehrig and Donnie Baseball. All right, moving on to second base. Second base, we have Tony Lazari and Willie Randolph. Anthony, Michael Lazari, and Willie Larry Randolph. I mean, maybe two of the most underrated baseball players in the history of the game. You know, at one yeah. position. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is Randolph was just. So solid. I mean, obviously, it was when none of us were around to watch Lazari play, but uh, great numbers, and both were solid defensive uh, infielders. And uh, you know, blue collar Willie Randolph was kind of a blue collar player. That you know, the, when the Yankees were winning and or challenging for championships in the, in the late seventies, you know, Dent and Randolph were. Um, who's the other shortstop, Brian Doyle, or, I mean, you know, the, 
they were they were they were, they weren't really they were timely hitters who understood baseball and very rarely made bad plays in the field. Yep. Yeah. Randolph was a great defensive second baseman and, mm-hmm. and just a class act. Yeah. That, that was, yeah, that was really the thing for me. Class act, solid, uh, great defensive player. Um, you know, and of course got a raw deal from the Mets. Yeah. So, uh, and by, and by the way, going back to first base, when Tino Martinez doesn't make your top two, you know, first baseman of all time, that's when, you know, yeah, you've, had, sure. you, you've had a pretty good, I mean, Mark Tejera. There's been some Chris Chambliss. There's been some pretty good Yankee yep. oh, first yeah. baseman. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So second base, Tony Lazari and Willie Randolph. Moving on to jump uh, uh, to third base. Uh, we have Alex Rodriguez and Greg Nettles. Alexander Emmanuel and Manuel Rodriguez and Greg Nettles. Uh, nickname. He, t- he, he took his maiden name back, right? It's no longer Alex Lowe. It's not Alex Lowe. No, it's not A Lowe. <laughs> he's got that. Uh, he's got the the rod back. He's got he's got his rod back. So, uh, maybe that was the problem. Who knows? Yeah, this is true. Greg Nettles, one of the I mean, one of the prettiest defensive players you'll ever see. Sure. Play in the hot corner, and a timely hitter. I mean, I think you know Nettles was a pretty good slugger, and he certainly took advantage of that short porch in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the the Yankees had a lot of lefty power hitters back in that era. This is yeah, that was eye popping defense, you know, kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. Brooks Robinson kind of where you just go, what was that? How could how could he do that again and again and again, robbing yeah. so many guys of what would have been doubles and triples down the line? Yeah, and you know, listen, A Rod was no slouch, and he was you know yeah. he it, is it, who he is, and a great hitter, and he took steroids, but not when he was with the Yankees, probably. No. Yeah, so he's a, you know he's a rod. I like actually yeah. I like him uh, in the, the work he does. Uh, um, MLB now uh, or I, Fox I, right Fox? Yeah, I think it's for Fox. Um, I think he does a pretty good job. Pretty yeah, good job. I, I, you know I, I think he does a pretty good job as well. He's uh, he just there were a lot of things that you could hate about him, e- even as as a Yankee fan. I would think, uh, you know, coming from uh, Seattle yeah. and all I mean, that, you know, those kind of old wounds, but. He 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 had a couple years there where he just didn't show up in the postseason until he did, and he had that one good postseason. The Yankees won, uh, you know, World Series with him, and 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 that was not that was the reason they went and got him. Absolutely, one of the reasons. Like we we got to win, and he and he he had some monster years with the Yankees. I mean, people like don't. I I think he sort of gets a short shrift about just how the numbers that he put up in his career. I mean, pretty spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So Alex Rodriguez and Greg Nettles. All right. So we'll move on to shortstop. But he, but he has less championships than Scott Brocious. He does have less championships than <laughs> Scott Brocious. He does. Brocious yeah. just hit a home run off me for a game winner uh, uh, in uh, Nintendo baseball. The other night. <laughs> I beamed him the next six times. So you're up. actually playing uh, softball with Scott Brocious. So you were bowling yeah. with Scott Brocious. This is a great podcast. Uh, Major League Baseball uh, 2000. Isn't that, isn't that a podcast itself, Bowling with Scott Brocious? Yes, it is. That's, it's a podcast. that's the title of the podcast. You just all you hear pins going down. <laughs> that's all. it. No talking. You just hear the ball in the alley. He sucks, but in the 10th frame, he's fantastic. <laughs> my friend Nick, who is uh, blind, he, he's a radio guy, and uh, he listens to golf on the radio. And he okay. says it's a, it's, a, it's a very interesting experience. It's that's very calming. 
All right. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. All right. So we'll move on to shortstops. Shortstops. Gee, I wonder who these could be. All right. Derek Jeter and Phil Rizzuto. Um, Derek Sanderson Jeter and Philip Francis Rizzuto. There you go. Um, what can you say about these guys? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Derek Jeter is the one guy who I think breaks through. And, you know, he's when you talk about the top five Yankees of all time, I think Derek Jeter's probably in that list. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Phil Rizzuto was a great. Phil Rizzuto might have been in that list. Until might have been in that list. Yeah. And, you know, the thing, especially with people our age or, or slightly younger, mm-hmm. is we know Rizzuto is the voice of the Yankees, and he was great. He was, sure. you know, uh, he's the only guy who could get really excited and think that a pop pop out to second base was the home run off the mm-hmm. bat. Yeah. <laughs> well, we also know him as the the uh, the radio voice and the meatloaf song and uh, sure. Sure. the money store. Right? Holy cow, I think Holy he's going to Yeah. He was great. And I think it was DiMaggio that did Mr. Coffee, right? That was I mean, DiMaggio I, did Mr. Coffee. Yeah. Okay. I used, I used no, to, yeah. I used to was, sit, in my, you know, as a kid with my a, a transistor radio, and that was the – that's I listened to more Yankee games than I watched. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to be listening to them, but, you know, Phil Rizzuto and Bill White. and uh, uh, I, I used to love when he would just call him by his last name. Right. That's – he's uh, – Stolen a number of doubles from players this season. They're uh, white. Yeah, Bill White was. I mean, what yeah, a great announcer! Oh my God, he, White. Bill and, White and, was and, great. I, and I never he understood. I never understood why on the radio you would hear him for certain innings and not other innings. And then I re- realized later on that is because they were going back and forth between the radio and and television broadcasts. So, but yeah, uh, Scooter, the Scooter, the, the Scooter. scooter. And I'll tell you what, he he would not be happy with people's inability to bunt these days. I mean, I think up until his 70s, he was still teaching the Yankees how to bunt. Probably the best bunter the game's ever seen. Sure, absolutely. Crazy. So, all right, well, there you That's go. That's Jeter, not Rosita. Jeter, yes. <laughs> Phil, Phil Rosita was not the best bunter. And of course, and any of the that haven't really seen Phil Rizzuto, too, of course, you can uh, know his name from uh, the Adam Sandler movie when Adam Sandler couldn't spell Rizzuto. Uh, so, curse him. There we go. There we go. Z's one T. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Derek Jeter and Phil Rizzuto. Okay, we'll move out to the outfield. Left field, uh, we have Charlie Keller and Bob Musil. Uh, Charlie Keller, Charles Ernest Keller, and uh, Robert William Musil uh, are the. Two left fielders um, for the uh, for the Yankees, and they're you know uh, there, there's been plenty of you know you can plug anybody in here. I mean, there's you can make a case for a couple other people too, but these guys just look at the numbers, uh, you know, that they put up. They were yeah. uh, you know oh, you're talking about old time players. You're talking about you know uh, uh, Charlie Keller played you know 1939 and 1949 with the Yankees, and then did, the Yankees did he leave for two years to go to war? He left, and he left for he left for, yeah. 19, he left for uh, 1944 and part of 45 uh, to yeah. go to war. Yeah, and then he came back. And Bob Musil was uh, was even earlier than that. Bob Musil was on the Yankees for the entire decade of the 20s. So um, so you got you got some old school players here. You know, one of them was playing 100 years ago, right now. But uh, but yeah, just the numbers that they put up, you can't really argue that these guys. You know, <laughs> what one critique you could say of the Yankees is this is they really haven't brought in a good left fielder since the 40s. <laughs> well, well not, 70s. Not, that they, not that they haven't 
brought in. A- they, they had a bunch of good uh, ones in this. Well, I, you know, the, the guy who sort of made it to my list in third place, tied for third place. I, I think had he played a couple more years, Hideki Matsui. I yeah. mean, he, he did. Yeah, they, he, no, there were guys on the cusp. Yeah, uh, sure. but you know, you know, Bobby Munzer for, for years and and you know, in this in in the seventy seven, seventy eight to eighty seasons. The Yankees had a lot of really good players like Oscar Gamble and Lou Pinella and Roy White, who all seemed to platoon and move back and forth between left and sometimes center with Gamble. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they have not had a killer left fielder. Gamble was also pretty good DH too. At the yeah, time. Yep. yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's some people that put Gardner on this list as far as uh, you know, top five or six left fielders of all time. Uh, well, you can't go wrong with Gotti. No. Booney uh, loves him. But, uh, yeah. Judgy loves him, too. Judgy, Booney, Gotti, Corky. Yeah. Or Shelly. There, there you go. go. Shelly. Yeah. They, they dropped that earth. Just Shelly. 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 Yeah. Shelly, yeah. The Muse. The Muse. <laughs> the Muse, yeah. Shelly loves him some Bob Musley. Exactly. Bob Musley, it's really good to take in the morning. It helps keep you regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit of almond milk and you're good to go. Well, you're right. good to go. It's, it just right. right out. There you go. That's Got a couple of comments to catch up on. Um, they did your job. Can't deny that. I'm sure they're talking about Yankees right now. This is Chuck Aaron, uh, owner of Jersey Girl Brewing. Uh, guest hey, uh, Chuck. Uh, occasional on the Craft uh, Beer Podcast. But, and he says, hate them or love them. They got the job done. So, obviously, you're talking about uh, the list we're talking about. And he goes back to uh, the Scott Brocious comment, Nintendo Rocka. There we go. <laughs> I go. know. Losing to Brocious, it was tough. He meant rocks, rocks. <laughs> but I had to put rock up. Nintendo oh. rocks. So, uh, and then he wanted to, he asked this question too. He said, listens to golf? Yeah. There you go. So, That's, yeah. Yeah, what can I tell you? I don't, I don't know where he finds it, but he's got there his sources. And then, uh, and then he put up the money store too. That was the money another, store. Uh, the for the money, for the money store. store. For the money Which, store, I mean, exactly. if that didn't seem like a, a mob front, you know, Phil <laughs> <laughs> Rizzuto for the money store. Phil Rizzuto was selling everything, wasn't he? Didn't, didn't he? He did a lot of endorsements, yeah. Didn't he also, after DiMaggio left, didn't he do some coffee thing? Or maybe it wasn't Mr. Coffee. Like oh, it was Sanka, wasn't it? Sanka or something, yeah. <laughs> In case you don't have a Mr. Coffee like DiMaggio. Holy cow, this coffee is incredible. Holy cow. Holy cow, I need a cup of coffee, but I've only got These 40 These flavor seconds. crystals have me going. <laughs> I wish there's a way I could just pour some water in a cup and get coffee. Like I tea. wish I could just have some flavor crystals that could sit in the cabinet for six years. And never and be change. just as good as the day they were made. <laughs> they were made. That's exactly. <laughs> Gotta love freeze dry. Never quite dissolve. Right, exactly. It's a flavor crystal stuck in my lower intestine. <laughs> it never goes bad. Never goes good. That's why you go to the money bad. store. It never goes bad. Never gets good, but never Free goes bad. Free cup of Sanka flavor crystals if you go to the money store. store right. Not buy the money store and get yourself a pound yeah. of Sanka. I mean, when I think of Channel 11, WPIX in New York, I just think of Phil, Phil, Phil Rizzuto and Cookie Puss. That's who Cookie I think. Puss, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to love it. Absolutely. And you know what? I think I think somebody really missed, missed, the, uh, missed the boat back in the day because they should have named a milk company Holy Cow. That's right. right? You know, just oh. had Phil Rizzuto for it. That's it. Phil Rizzuto for Holy Cow Milk. So, uh, or Phil uh, Rizzuto for Cookie Puss. Phil Rizzuto. Cookie-o Rizzuto. Cookie-o Rizzuto. Rizzuto-o puss. Rizzuto puss. I gotta love it. All right. Rizzuto to Caramel Whale. Rizzuto to Caramel Whale. Cookie-o puss. Oh, God. Where have we gone? All right. I don't know. 
Left field, Charlie Keller. Now I'm, now I'm hungry. And Bob Musil. There we go. All right. Let's move on to center field. Center field should be no shock to anybody with uh, Jolton Joe and uh, and the Mick. Um, Joe DiMaggio. Mickey Rivers. Oh, no, Mickey Mick. <laughs> Mickey Rivers. Joseph Mickey, Pol- Mickey Rivers was a good center fielder. Mickey exactly. Rivers is on my short list. Joseph Paul. Yeah, Mickey Rivers, yeah. Joseph Paul DiMaggio, Jolton Joe, or the Yankee Clipper. And, of course, we had uh, Mickey Charles Mantle. Uh, I mean, probably two of the most iconic sports. You know what the other other nickname of uh, Mickey was? Not the Mick. He was also the... Drunk? (laughs) Well, I have uh, no idea. Only to his closest friends. Uh, The Commerce Comet. Commerce Uh, Comet. Commerce Comet. Yep. Mickey Mantle for the Commerce Comet. It doesn't quite. It doesn't quite. Doesn't work. Roll off like the money store. You, you gotta know. love the, you know, the Commerce yep. Comet for the money. All store. you need is the Mick. That's all you need, right there. So. You know, I was online yesterday, and I don't know why it came up uh, on my uh, feed, but it was the official uh, music video for uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Okay, which I had never seen before. And it's Paul Simon in the schoolyard playing Mm -hmm. stickball with a bunch of kids, and they're doing double dutch. And and, uh, lo and behold, the reason I bring it up is at the end of the video, there's Mickey Mantle. He didn't realize he was there. He he probably didn't. (laughs) Just walking by. He put one off. And and, uh, Paul Simon uh, uh, is pitching. Mantle's got the stick, and he throws a, he swings and misses at the first pitch, and then he hits the second pitch, and it goes out of the, you know, out of the uh, the playground or whatever. Out of the schoolyard. Out of the schoolyard. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I was drawing a blank there. And uh, I again, I don't know why that came up, but uh, uh, perhaps it was not only when you say something is your phone or your computer listening to you, and then starts putting up stuff like that. Now they're being precognizant of it. Exactly. Now, like, they this know what you're going to think talking about of. Mickey Mantle tomorrow. <laughs> Did you know, Peter Emanetti, that Mickey Mantle was in the official video for Paul Simon's Me and Julio down by the schoolyard, which was in, who knows, 1974 or whatever it was? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Well, now I know that. There you go. And now you guys know it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's I did not know that. I did I mean, not know that. And tell me that's weird that. because oh, here I we did are. not know that. Here we are talking. And I did, mm-hmm. I did type Mickey Mantle into an email. Yeah. You know, Sometime it's, before yeah. that video came up on my YouTube, there you go. so that might have worked. No one's ever gonna. I mean, I don't see anybody. That's, a, that's a kind of an odd connection. Yankee. No, I can see if you if you typed in uh, uh, Paul if Simon. I into... for Mickey. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe but, they're yeah. getting. Uh, not that I'm a conspiracy really, theorist, yeah. but it's nothing yeah, conspiratorial about it. They they're doing it and they're <laughs> they're letting you know. You're not crazy. Did it. We actually yeah. did that. We did it like a month ago. I sat and uh, uh, there was a couple of us, and I just had my phone out. It wasn't on. It was just sitting there, and uh, we had an on, off, on, off, went back and forth, and just started saying something over and over and over again that I, I, we I never searched, never went for, never looked at, never even thought of before. And about within a half an hour, it popped up as an ad on my Facebook feed. Yeah, we yeah, we, we know that your Facebook ads are porter stouts and nipple clamps, John. It's well, okay. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. But it wasn't one of those. That's my point, you know. Getting, getting back to this list, <laughs> list I, I just want to add that you know it's it's everybody's top two. If they ever watched one inning of baseball, it's going to be these two guys. <laughs> I will say that a clear number three for me on this list is Bernie Williams. Oh yeah, and, Bernie and Williams, may, and maybe the yeah. one of the most underappreciated Yankees of all time, and right up there with Munson as far as how on my how the hell is he not in the Hall of Fame list? Right. 
No. Yeah, I I, actually, when I saw your list, I I thought we were doing two, but I said, well, I, maybe we'll do three, and we'll do three. And I, I think he was my was he my thing? Might have been my third. So, yeah, there was a. There I think was it's pretty good. I mean, I have a I have a second team listed. I'll we'll, we'll yeah. read through it later. But Bernie Williams is on that. That's no I, I kind of just say though, and I want to be objective here. <sighs> Not that great a guitar player. No, I would agree. I've actually seen better, him. but I better actually, than Mickey Mantle. I actually saw him. I, I saw him live play guitar, and he wasn't. He wasn't really that bad. He's, I got to be honest with you. He's not bad. No, he's I not saw bad. Him, I saw him live, and I played. Didn't and, he play a Paul Reed Smith? He played a. Uh, yeah, I believe he did. PRPRS, yeah. yeah. I think he got more press because he was Bernie Williams than. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a good. Well, he played, I saw him play. He he did. But he's actually, good. He's not great. It was actually uh, I saw him do his his uh, uh, stuff, and then actually. Uh, uh, Rascal Flats came out, and he actually j- he sat in with them and played guitar. I'd rather have uh, said that Bernie Williams tune his guitar in a, Rascal Flats. inside a dumpster filled with Indian food leftovers and listen to John Mayer play <laughs> The Grateful Dead. So there's something. Well, yeah, I, yeah. listen, I don't, I don't know if you remember when he opened for the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. <laughs> right. That was quite a tour. <laughs> Vinnie Vincent. Talk about contrasting styles. I mean, did Vinny Vincent play center field for the Yankees? Oh, for a short time in one year, maybe during the strike shortened season. Exactly, (laughs) during the strike or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, during the strike. strike. He might have been, might have been a replacement. Exactly. Well, I practiced the guitar. I always wanted to play baseball. Right. That's right. That's right. Might have been on the team. Who knows? So center field, Joe DiMaggio. And Mickey Mantle. We were doing well till we got to the we, outfield. We were. Yeah, the no, outfield we were. No, we were. Just went right down there. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Moving over to right field. We still got all the we still got all the uh, uh pitchers to do. Yeah. Uh, I gotta, we, can breeze, we can breeze through them a little bit. We quick. can breeze through the pitchers, yeah. Um right field, here we go. Uh Babe Ruth and Reggie Jackson. I don't think there's any shock there. The only two okay. interestingly enough, I think the only two players that candy bars have ever been named after or made after on the Yankees. Oh yeah? Well, Baby Ruth and the Reggie Bar. Baby Ruth and the Reggie Bar. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. There was actually there was that short time where they had the O'Neill Crunch. Oh, and then they have the uh, the the, <laughs> the dirty Sanchez, but it's not candy. <laughs> well, it's not okay. people. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that that is true. It's very true. You can't yeah. you can't deny that. <laughs> so, the the, o, the O'Neill candy bar is a shot of Jaeger. <laughs> You know, it was a shot of Jaeger. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's true. Uh, it, it really was. Um, but I'm just doing something. Yeah, there, I mean, but... Paul O'Neill, uh, Dave Winfield, uh, the list goes on. The Yankees have had some pretty, and you know, they got one a guy who, by all accounts, should be on this list at some point, at some time. But uh, uh, playing in right field now, or not tonight, because I don't know, he needs to rest or something. Rest, uh, rest a yeah. little bit. Yeah, he needs, yeah. Uh, he needs to rest a bit. Yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Reggie Jackson used to start fights with the manager. You know, talk about firing a team well, up. Did Reggie Jackson start fights with the manager. The manager start fights with Reggie. Jackson. Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both, I think. Yeah. So, but uh, but there you go. Yeah, that guy Babe Ruth was pretty good from what it I was, I, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, George. Yeah. Uh, George Herman. Yeah. Uh, he was all right. Was, he was all right. Uh, yeah, I heard. He was well, listen, that's. So. Shohei Otani could go on to have a wonderful stellar career as a pitcher and a hitter, and they would still say, "Well, he's no Babe Ruth. He's no Babe Ruth." Yeah, and he, and they're probably be right. <laughs> they'd probably be right. Yeah, because, right, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who know. Oh, yeah, Babe Ruth was a pitcher before he was a great hitter, but they don't realize that he was a while great, he was a great hitter, yeah. right? But he yeah. was a great pitcher. Not, right. He wasn't just a pitcher; he was a phenomenal yeah. pitcher mm-hmm. who also played every, every day in between. 
in the yeah. field. Between that's the what I mean. That's that's yeah. why I want to see Otani yeah. do that. You know, exactly. I, I would I would love to see somebody else do that. I yeah. would love to see. I mean, it's never going to happen in this day and age, obviously. But I would love to see Degrom do that. You know, I mean, and he can. I mean, was he Degrom was a, even Degrom Kershaw was a pretty good hitter. I mean, in, you know, back in the seventies well, I mean, and eighties, you, or saw, whatever, you to, saw some pitchers who could who could. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The pitchers just, can't field it today. No, they can't. They, God, well, they the, can't DeGrom yeah. was a shortstop. I mean, in, in college, he was a shortstop. So. Yeah. But there you go. Right field, uh, Babe Ruth, George Herman Ruth, and Reggie Jackson. There we go. All right. Let's move on to DH, designated hitter. Here we go. Jason Giambi and Don Baylor. Uh, what can you say about these guys? I actually had uh, I actually had Jason Giambi and Oscar Gamble. As my two, but the two of you put uh, Mr. Don I Baylor. I think so Baylor out, and so. Gamble. He, Gamble was a DH, but he was before he became a DH. He was a he was an outfielder. Sure. I don't think you want either of these guys fielding a ball. This is true. Yeah. This is, if you look at it like that, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> they were but both wasn't first baseman. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an easy. No. No. Baylor and Gamble wasn't an easy call for me. That that took a little bit of uh, that was a little I bit of debate there. Don Baylor, if he just needed somebody to get on base, Baylor would just step in front of a pitch at any time, <laughs> yeah. and take a ninety mile an hour heater to the side of the head and yeah. just walk to first and then walk down to first base. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean Baylor was good for a long time there, and uh, you know he played what. Late seventies into the eighties, and he was, you know, he kind of was one of those guys who was seemed to be on the Yankees for quite some time, but moved around quite a bit. And Giambi the same thing, but Giambi uh, made the most of his time with the Yankees. He had he had some pretty incredible numbers. <laughs> that's that's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wild go. times with the Giambinator. Yeah, the Giambinator. Yeah, I mean, uh, some, yeah. Of, some of the best stories about that era and. Uh, Things that yeah. were going into people's bodies involved and and and, and nightly exploits involved Jason Giambi. Exactly. Yeah, he was uh, he was an interesting character. And a half. And I say yeah. good for him. Why not? Yeah. What the hell? Well, there you go. Jason Giambi and Don Baylor are designated hitters. There we go. All right. Let's so go on to the pitchers. Uh, this one should come as no shock. Uh, starting pitcher one, we have Whitey Ford, Edward Charles Whitey Ford, uh, chairman of the board. Um, yeah, he's uh, he just passed away uh, last October. Um, that he did, right? That's right. At Ninety-one years old, or young, however you want to it. Yeah, if you were uh, wanted to have a baseball player's life, Whitey Ford would be a pretty good one to have. Sure, sure, that's for sure. Um, Holker with the Yankees, so uh, you know you had that, and uh, yeah, you can't you can't say enough about Whitey. How Ford. many how many World Series championships for the for the Mr. Mr. Whitey? Uh, six. Six. And he six played in 11, six. right? Played, played in 11. 11. Yep. And I think he was pretty good in just about all of them, too, right? Pretty much imagine all. any. His postseason numbers are pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine any pitcher today playing in 11, making it to be able to play in 11 and World, World Series, Series and winning six of them. Yeah. Winning more than Crazy. Just crazy. There you go. Wait a minute. It I mean, does say something you could, about you could see six over the course of somebody's career, but usually that means he's bouncing around and hitting a couple. Of no, I don't even think you're going to see six anymore. And you could, I'm saying that's yeah. six is possible. I'm not winning all of them either, but just right. bouncing around and hitting this team and you know whatever. But, but is uh, that yeah. you know more that Whitey Ford was just an incredible pitcher, or just there really weren't that many good teams, and he happened to be on one of the good ones? Well, I think there was a lot of good teams. He just happened to be on a team that was really, really dominant. just better than everybody else. And, just better than everybody else. Yeah. And uh, but they got beat. With him pitching, 
yeah. five times in the World Series. So yeah, you could say that about the the Yankees were in the World Series a lot, but much you know they did lose their fair share. I mean, they've won 28 championships. I, I get all that, but they've also probably lost more than anybody else. So, Oh, that's for sure. Oh, they definitely yeah. have. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, starting cool. pitcher one, Whitey Ford. We'll move on to starting pitcher two, Mr. Ron Guidry. Louisiana Lightning, the Gator. Gator. Louisiana Lightning. Ronald I still, Ron to me, on my short list. To me, that, I think it was 77, the year that he had when he went, what was it, 27 and three? Uh, yeah, yeah, he went. Had a lot of games. I know some people will argue with me, but that was the most dominant year I've ever witnessed watching a starting pitcher have in my time watching baseball. I just, you could take Pedro, you could take, you know, Clemens at his best, even, you know, with the Yankees, with the, with the Red Sox, Randy Johnson, fill in the blanks. That has, that is the most dominant year I've ever seen a pitcher have. Sure. And he, and DeGrom reminds me a little bit of Gidry. I don't know what it is. It's probably the fact that they're both so dominant and don't give up runs at all. They're very stingy pitchers, but Gidry is pretty amazing. He didn't quite have the postseason numbers that you would expect. He got bailed out a little bit in the postseason, but an incredible pitcher. Sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you can't say more than that about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's. Um, I say he was on my on my short list. On your gym. One, you of those, Ron, one of those guys. Ron Kidry. All right, move on to. I'm sure he's his... happy to know that. I'm sure he, he will is. be. As he, soon as he, he watches, right now, he just, he's tweeting about this. Right well, he's, now. No, he, yeah. he watches the podcast live, so sure. he'll mm-hmm. sure he'll be tweeting about it. Like, Thank God I made it to Pete's short list. Now exactly. I can exactly. be a happy man. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, starting pitcher three, we have Lefty Gomez. Uh, who ironically Ver- wasn't Vernon, a lefty. No, yeah. no. Vernon Lewis Lefty Gomez. There you go. Um, Do you think his name came first and then he had to just become a lefty just because they named him that? Well, actually, his name was Righty. That's his right. Righty, but, but then he was batting were, and throwing left. So he had a his name was Righty Ford. There were but, four other guys in his family Righty all named Ford. All named Righty, and he said, I don't want to be a Righty. I, don't, I would be a yeah. Lefty. Yeah. I'm not Grandpa. I'm not Dad. I'm not Cousin Righty. Never right. me, and I want to be all right, right there. All right, lefty, Booney, and Judgy, and Munchy, and Judgy, Juju, and they're <laughs> all happy for you. Fit in very well on the nickname. Well, you call you call them when you put your list together, Pete. You put Whitey and Lefty and Ronnie and <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, and then you also put this one, uh, the uh, our, the next one on our list, of course, Lefty Gomez being third. Our fourth one is Red Ruffing. You put uh, Ruffy, I believe. Ruffy. Put, yeah. so, Ready. Yeah. I assume Ready. they called him that. Charles but... Herbert Red Ruffing. There you go. What a great name, Red Ruffing. It also Red sounds Ruffing. like a kid's game or something that you would play. Red Ruffing. Go out, Red go Ruffing. out into the, to the playground and play a game of Red Ruffing. <laughs> yeah, this guy could have run any business. He could have had car dealerships. He could have had a yeah, painting company. He could have been a mobster. Or you never know. Yeah, he could have been, you know, been, definitely could have been in trucking. You want to learn to name, too. Come to yeah. Red Ruffin's truck driver school. Red Ruffin's roofing. <laughs> Red Ruffin's roofing. Hackensack, New Jersey. There you go. I think it was actually in Hackensack. If I yes. well, yep, there we go. But uh, yeah, Red Red Ruffing. He played. Uh, he played back in the. Uh, he played before roofs existed. Uh, he did. No. Uh, he played. Same thing though. He he left for a little bit. He he played was on Boston for a while first, and then he played for yeah t- twelve years, thirteen years with the Yankees. Left for a couple of years to. Uh, uh, to uh, pursue other uh, 
uh, pursue other things going on, if you will. And uh, then he, uh, he fought back. the Germans. He fought the Germans. Came back. Pitched 37 complete games in one day. One month. One, in one day. <laughs> one month. 37 complete <laughs> he, games. He went 27 and 10. Never left the mound. He stood out there. He kept throwing the ball. Pitched so. every day for a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Through six, double, six and, of those And only lost one game. Only, only one game. shoe. Exactly. Once he was done roughing up the Germans, <laughs> he, was, he was back roughing up the Giants. That's right. So, actually, they, they didn't have interleague play back then, so I wouldn't have been the Giants anyway. Yeah, anyway, all right. So uh, starting pitcher number four was Red Ruffing. Okay. And number five would be Mr. Andy Pettit. Uh, Andrew Eugene Pettit. And he has something in common with uh, the first player, first pitcher on our list. Um, they're both tied for first in games started uh, for the uh, for the uh, pinstripes. That'll be four hundred and thirty-eight. Old Andy Pettit looking through the glove. There you go. Yep. Um, Says he learned that from Clemens, I think. I think he did. Keep your I face hidden. Uh, probably learned to take HDH from Clemens too, but <laughs> yeah. Listen, it worked for him, so. It certainly did. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I I kind of have to say I sort of believed Andy Pettit when he said I just took it to try and you know help recover from recover. injury. I think him and Clemens both did because they were you know I mean they they say for pitchers it really was about recovering. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I think for a lot of players it was. Too. Yeah. So is uh, you know stealing signs and they got caught. I'm sure, Mike Piazza. Oh, I, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Cocaine. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, that's, that's Hernandez is in trouble for that one. Well, half the Mets are in trouble for that one. That was perfect. But I mean, back before that era in the seventies, I mean, that was a performance enhancing drug. It was it's a true story. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. there were so many players. Doing well, it. the uh, what is uh, George Carlin does a bit about the greenies? Give me the greenies. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Speaking of uh, uh, stealing signs, I guess they caught, um, you know, Bauer and Tatis had a little back and forth. Seems friendly and respectful, you know. I wasn't mean-spirited, but I guess they caught Tatis kind of uh, taking a peek at the sign for one of those home runs. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah, Bauer was uh, – because he – after I think it was after he hit the second one as he was running the bases, he covered his eye, you know, making a joke about the – Pitching with uh, one eye closed, one eye closed yeah. and so they had a little bit of a Twitter back and forth. But again, it wasn't nasty or angry or anything. It was, uh, but yeah, they looked at the, they looked at the tape later on and they caught him uh, taking a peek at the, at the catch here for one of those home runs. So that's pretty funny. Uh, he just kind of shrugged it off, though. Anyway, back to Andy yeah. Pettit. Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit. Yes. Uh, Andy Pettit there. always pitched with two eyes open. Always pitched. Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. Isn't right. he? Have, isn't he like? Uh, career he's got to be up there in as far as for the yankees like uh, postseason numbers right i think he leads uh, and yeah cut it like always great in, in like most appearances like he was always good in the postseason he was great he was really clutch him and el duque oh yeah orlando all right so there you go starting pitcher number five would be mr andy pettit all right let's move on to our relief pitchers and of relief course pitcher. this one this one comes as no shock. It would be Mo Mariano Rivera, uh, or the Sandman, if you uh, so choose. Uh, no other names but Mariano Rivera, so I can't give you a middle name on this one. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's I, none of us need to say anything about this guy. Yeah, so. he's the best. He's the best relief pitcher baseball's ever seen. Yeah, 
End of story. Plain and simple. We can move on because there's nothing else to say. You know. Uh, there you go. Mariano Rivera. Uh, number the two. Sandman. The Sandman. Number two would be Mr. Goose Gossage. Richard Michael Gossage, to be exact. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, Played for uh, he played for the Yankees for a while, uh, a couple of stints. Came back in '89 uh, too. We played from '78 to '83. But uh, he, he pitched all, he pitched in a lot of places. He pitched for the White Sox, the Pirates, the Padres, the Giants, the Cubs, uh, the Rangers, the Athletics, the Mariners. Uh, so he, he bounced around a lot uh, over a 23 year career. So, but uh, Colorado Springs guy. There's a baseball Colorado field named, named after him, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Gossage was so good that. You know, there might be another name on this list. He, you know, he kind of bumped somebody else out of, as much like Mariano bumped what's his name out of uh, John Wetland out of the closing Ooh. role. Goss, Gossage bumped Sparky Lyle out of that role. Yes, he did. You know, height of his career. So I mean, Gossage was, he was scary. Mm-hmm. That mustache and he was, yeah, he was, he, a, he was a big dude on the mound. Mm-hmm. Great and, pitcher, uh, and he didn't just come in and pitch one inning too. He would get, no. you know. Kind of you know three close out games like two three innings with regular. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he came into the seventh and closed out the game. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of one of the original relief pitchers in a lot of ways. Right, right, and and by a number of accounts, uh, a dick. <laughs> well, I don't know, kind of, kind of a dick uh, as far as his personality goes. But listen, that was sort of his uh, his edge. And it doesn't matter so. if you get the job done on the field. That's all that counts. But there you go. All right, relief pitcher number two, Mr. Goose Gossage. Moving on to relief pitcher number three, we got the man he just said, Sparky Lyle, Albert Walter Lyle. Sparky uh, Lyle. Uh, yeah, he, he, he pitched uh, for the Yankees up till, uh, you know, uh, during the same season as, uh, you know, Goose got there. Um, and, yeah, got kicked out. Same thing uh, as uh, Harry just said. But, yeah, pretty lights out uh, relief pitcher. Yeah. Great, great, great pitcher. was Came over with Reggie, right, from the A's. So he, he won a two, I think two World Series with the A's, right? He did not, actually. He uh, only won one? He, no, he came from the Red Sox. Oh, the Red Sox. I thought Red he – who, who am I thinking of? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Somebody came over with Reggie from the A's. I'm not sure who it was. I, yeah. think, I, know, you, I know what you're talking about, but it was not, it was not Mr. Lyle. It was uh, – he came from the yeah, Red Sox. He was on the Red Sox for five years. Thank you. Uh, another another good steal from the Red Sox. By the way, the Yankees won seven nothing. The Mets lost one nothing. Shock. So things are as they should be. Yeah, Sparky Lyle, a name I definitely knew, um, was uh, surprised at his numbers. Uh, I really, you know, knew he was a good pitcher, but uh, him and Gossage kind of looked alike. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little with bit. The stash. Was the stash. Yeah. The stash. It was the stash. Yeah, but uh, I mean. Uh, Goose Gossage had a little bit of the a uh, little bit of the, uh, the the chops going down. Yeah, more uh, more going down, more, more going down for it. But but yeah, very uh, very the Fu Man the Fu Manchu. Yeah, exactly. Sparky Lyle had more of a, a early, you know, uh, Raleigh fingers. Right. <laughs> yes, he did. All right. Best That's, next uh, week. Join us next week for top ten mustaches. Top ten mustaches history. in the American League. We'll do the National League the week after. Very different American League mustaches. Very definitely. It's a totally different. You have to. You have to get. You have to know them. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. Relief pitcher number four, uh, Mister David Allen Rigetti. Dave. Dave Rigetti was this was a starting pitcher. Was a yeah. starter. Right? Uh, yeah, I think he just. Um, Started he was, as a starting pitcher. Yeah, he was like the you know, 
fifth or sixth best starting pitcher and uh it was either go to the bullpen or or go down to the minors i guess so he said i'll go to the bullpen he went to and, he went to the bullpen to, he went to the bullpen to replace goose gossage when goose gossage left there you so, go so and he had Rag, a, rags right had a pretty rags. damn good career in the bullpen too he did he definitely did played with the uh played through uh through 90 with the yankees and then uh bounced around and went with the giants the a's giants. The Blue Jays and the White Sox, a year each ish. Uh, so, but yeah, Mr. Dave Rigetti. Uh, yeah, Rags, exactly. Uh, that would be him. Any other uh, interesting anecdotes about Mr. Dave Rigetti? Again, he was part of the Yankees stretch, though, and they were good, but just couldn't get over the hump to, to win. Exactly. Yeah. I heard uh, that he liked spaghetti. He does. And I think he's, I think he won a World Series. Championship as a pitching coach, right? He also, yeah, and he won the stickball competition down uh, for the on Prince Street, uh, the, mm. uh, Prince Spaghetti Day uh, mm-hmm. there you go. competition. Exactly. So, there you go. All right, there you go. Number four, Dave Rigetti, and relief pitcher. Finally, relief pitcher number five. We have all the way back, throwback uh, to the '30s. We have and '40s. We have Mister Johnny Murphy. Johnny Murphy. John Joseph Murphy. He played without a mitt. Uh, and had, no pants on occasion. He was so good he didn't need one. <laughs> he didn't need a mitt, and he really didn't need the pants either. So no. what I heard. Well, he wanted to get nice, just a, just a dangle bag. <laughs> just that's it, right? So just the, well, he wore he wore strap. Well, they wanted back. to make sure he wasn't doctoring up the ball, you know? <laughs> exactly. Which one? <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to keep an eye on his rosin bag. He used to he used to keep a can of Shinola in his back pocket, so they said no <laughs> back pockets. Ah, now you just wipe your hands on your rosin bag, there, Johnny. <laughs> God. Had a, uh, yeah, he he definitely had to wipe his hands with his Rosenberg, That's for sure. But yeah, he played for the uh, played for the Yankees uh, for uh, yeah nineteen thirty two. Took thirty three off. Uh, I think took he had, yeah, he took, kind of like yeah, Kevin Durant. He to, well, he opened the money store before Rizzuto, so. <laughs> so he needed yeah. the time. Well, the bank back then. <laughs> it was bank back in the day. Yeah. Well, listen, that was he said. Uh, I I want pants, and they said no, and he no. said, well, then I'm not going to play. Well, I thought he started with pants. A year later, 30, thirty-nine, he came back with just his dangle bag. <laughs> it was pinstripes, so it was fine. It was pinstripes. It was fine. Yeah, exactly. You're good. Makes everything look longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the pitch you throw also has a slimming that. effect, though. That's right. Effect. There you go. It makes yeah. it look longer, but also thinner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, that's our uh, that's our relief pitch. Johnny Murphy. Five. Johnny, Johnny Murphy. Murphy. So once again, once again, through it, our, uh, oh, our catchers. <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I will mention though that our our second team, uh, like we said, first base was Tina Martinez. Second base, we actually had Robbie Cano. Uh, you know, Robbie Cano was a good player. He was a great Yankee, yeah. And uh, uh, th- uh, third base, Red Rolf. Uh, Frank Cristetti at shortstop. Roy White in left field. Bernie Williams, of course, in center field. Paul O'Neill uh, in right field. Uh, and we talked about Oscar Gamble. Starting pitcher, uh, Roger Clemens, uh, really. He should have uh, been, I think, in the... Oh, should have added a six there. We could have added a six for that, yeah. I mean, you know... He, his his numbers over the time he was at the Yankees was just was pretty just incredible, crazy. Yeah, his numbers over his whole career were really good. So career too, but I mean, just specifically with the Yankees, yeah, was uh, you know his and his and he definitely leads in throwing broken bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely leads in that category. Also, uh, used syringes. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, he sells them, didn't he? That's Barry Bonds. Oh, it's Barry Bonds. Probably. No, it's uh, his, and then, uh, of course, uh, his his trainer that sells them. Sure, sure. And a relief pitcher, Jeff Nelson, too. 
Yeah, Jeff Nelson was, you know, you look at, you just, you, know, you remember Nelson and you know, how about Mendoza as, a, as the setup guy for all those years? And uh, yeah, the Yankees had some good, John Wetland. Sure. Uh, sure. Some pretty good relievers over the years. Mendoza yeah. gets forgotten. That guy was. Yeah, R- Ramiro Mendoza really gets forgotten. He was a good setup yeah. guy. crazy but pretty solid just how many times did that guy get through two innings before you know you got to mariana it's uh crazy it was and then and then we missed like shortstop back when bucky dan hideki matsui there were there's just i mean the list can go on and on the yankees have been around so long you can have four and five people in in each position that really should be up there Mm -hmm. but and i didn't mention uh the second team catcher because that's going to bring us to our next section our, after we do our lists, and that would be old balls. Old balls. Why don't you tell us, Harry, who our old balls is tonight and why I didn't mention the catcher for? Well, it just happens to be. Imagine that, that our old balls recipient is a Yankee catcher by the name of Bill Dickey. There he is. Bill right. Dickey, uh, you know... It's it's the the Yankees have had some great 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 catchers. I mean, he was with the Yankees from twenty eight to forty three, and then came back in nineteen forty six. I think at the age of like thirty eight and thirty nine, he went to war, and then came back for a year. I mean, it was, it was just crazy. Yeah, went off. To war. Uh, you know, he he had a career batting average of three thirteen, which is just in, incredible. He was a he, he had over twelve hundred RBIs and home runs. He was a Hell of a defensive second baseman, and just think about the the teams that he caught for. But he was a, he was an eleven time All Star, seven time World Series champion, and including I think four in a row from thirty six to thirty nine. Yep, uh, came back and won forty one, forty three. It probably would have had another. I think the Yankees won the World Series one of the years that he had gone off to 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 war so i mean I yeah, right, yeah. yeah i mean this is his numbers retired by the yankees number eight and um i'm i'm guessing he's in the baseball hall of fame but uh yeah i mean look if you if you're looking at yogi berra bill dickey uh thurman munson jorge Posada, the yankees have had i i think at least four uh you know hall of fame uh catchers on their team and uh he was, uh, he was, you know, playing in the shadows of Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Joe DiMaggio, but he, um, he had some, uh, some of the best offensive numbers if I, by a catcher ever, hitting over twenty home runs at hundred RBIs in four consecutive seasons, from thirty six through thirty nine. By the way, all four seasons the Yankees won World Series those years. And his uh, 1936 batting average of 362 is the highest single season average ever recorded by a catcher. It was tied by Mike Piazza in 97, and uh, Joe Maurer hit 365 with the Twins in 2009. But just, um, you know, kind of a lifelong baseball guy. And um, his number eight's retired by the New York Yankees. And one of two players to retire number eight. Yeah, and uh, he is indeed in the uh, in the Hall of Fame, and and it was maybe one of the you know even beyond Berra and Munson, probably the best pit manager of pitchers that's maybe ever been behind the plate, with the exception of maybe Johnny Bench. Right. Um, and you know, in '99, the Sporting News, uh, you know, 
had him, you know, all the way down at you know, number 57 as far as the, the greatest catchers to ever play the game. I think he goes a little unnoticed because of, you know, just the teams that he played on, and he was certainly in the shadow of Giants. Was, but, wasn't but he it, kind of uh, towards the bottom of our top 10 catchers list? Yeah. Like yeah. the number ten C or ten B, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he's 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 pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, there you go, Bill Dickey. No, Mr. Bill Dickey. This week's old balls. Old balls. And uh, take a notice of that picture really quick. Um, the attire they wore back in the day to ball games. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. All the mobsters that are sitting right behind him. <laughs> Well, you, you don't know that they're mobsters. I mean, even though they look like they probably no. are. No, I mean, look, back in the day, men, gen, men dressed like gentlemen. Yeah. You know. Put on your suit no matter what you're doing. You're going to the That's store right. on a Saturday going, afternoon. Going to the game. On. Going to the game. That's it. So. Well, there you go. Bill Dickey. All right. There you go. I will uh, take his picture off there. Back to us. Oh, what happened to Pete? Pete left. Pete he left. got mad. He got mad. He got mad that we're talking about Bill Dickey? Yep. You wanted to talk about another Dickey? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think he got maybe a. Or is that a new picture of him right there? He's doing his own Johnny Murphy right now. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing his Johnny Murphy. He left for a little while. He'll be back. He'll be back. So, all right. Uh, give him a little red rough in while you're gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little bit. Why not? That's all. Um, all right. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we go to our? Uh, why don't we go to our? Let's go to the videotape. Now let's go to our uh, NFL. Uh, we got we got some stuff to talk about in the NFL. Um, with uh, there's something happening tomorrow night. What is that, Harry? It's uh, well, uh, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, uh, NFL edition. Is that yes. still on? NFL edition. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait for Jumbo Elliott to uh, <laughs> to to do Swan Lake. Jumbo Elliott. Well, he hurt his back doing it, so now he's a judge. That's right. So That's he's, right. He's, he's and tomorrow, judge. tomorrow is indeed what sports shows have been talking about since I think before the NFL season even ended yes, back in the, the, the NFL draft where uh, they start talking about the NFL draft. They start talking about next year's NFL draft next Wednesday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's the draft, the NFL draft. So we have, uh, we have some picks that we did. We uh, did our top 15. We didn't do our top 32. We don't uh, have to go through them all. Just scroll on them too. Now what we did was, uh, we made up a, we made up a, uh, a graphic of, uh, our top picks, if you will, and, we'll, and, we'll and we, we, we have absolutely no idea. Just like every other so-called expert, we know as much as anybody who's, else does. Who's done twenty-seven mock drafts? We can pretty much guarantee the first one, uh, and that's probably maybe it. And that's probably maybe <laughs> it. We probably get, the first two. The, the, it's a pretty pretty good idea that we could probably get the first two, but definitely the first one. Other than that, we know as much as anyone else. So right. uh, you know, nobody uh, nobody knows all of them, but we'll put up our picks. Should we wait for Pete to get back, or should we just uh, blow yeah, through? Go ahead and run it. He'll he'll pipe in once he he'll gets. He'll pipe back. in when he gets. All right. So we'll we'll put up. Uh, we'll do yours first, there, uh, Harry. All right. Uh, all right. So we'll put up uh, Harry. There they are. Harry Lugnuts' picks. There we go. So we'll we'll go through them. Harry says the Jags are taking Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are taking Zach Wilson. The Forty ers are taking Mac Jones. All three quarterbacks. Uh, he says the Patriots are going to trade for the fourth pick from the Atlanta Falcons and take uh, quarterback, take Justin Fields. Uh, Cincinnati's picking uh, Penny Sewell. Um, Miami is going to take Kyle Pitts, the tight end. Detroit, uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver. Carolina, he says, is taking Rashawn Slater, an offensive lineman. Uh, the Broncos, Trey Lance, are taking a quarterback, even though did they uh, – they did. Was that trade official today? 
They did what I told you they were going to do. Yeah, they got uh, they got Teddy Bridgewater. I think they're going to get rid of of Drew Locke. I think Bridgewater is going to be a bridge quarterback, and and I I still think the Broncos are going to take Lance. And and I I, you know New England's looking at that number four. I would also not be surprised if the Broncos, if they feel they need to, would trade up a little bit. But I I still think even with Teddy Bridgewater, I I just I still think the Broncos are going to go after a quarterback just because I think there's. I think a, a Trey Lance or, or a Mac Jones, if he doesn't go to the 49ers, would, would be a, you know, two two years down the road would be a, a, a good starting quarterback. And I think s- s- having him kind of spend a year or two behind Bridgewater would be a good fit here. Gotcha. Gotcha. And moving on from there, he says the uh, the Falcons are actually going to um, trade up uh, and or, or trade back up. Uh, from the Cowboys, and uh, you know, taking they got the 15th spot with the trade from New England. You're gonna trade back up into the Cowboys' 10th spot and take Devonta Smith, uh, and then the Giants, of course, they're gonna take Micah Parsons, uh, linebacker, and then he says the Eagles taking Khalid Farley as cornerback, Chargers uh, J.C. Horn cornerback, uh, Vikings with Patrick Sertain, uh, well, three cornerbacks in a row going there, and then of course Dallas with uh, Ad- uh, New England's pick via Atlanta. Um, and that would be uh, Christian Darashaw, offensive lineman. Those are Harry's picks. Uh, anything you want to say about those, Harry? Or that's that's pretty much what you're. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all just. All, I tried to spice it up a little bit, but I, I do think you know. I, I think the Patriots are going to move up. I think Belichick is motivated to uh, have somebody behind center that is other than Cam Newton, and uh, you know, I I think. Those are all good fits for these teams, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think the, the Falcons will stick with Matt Ryan for another year or two, but I think that's why I see them getting – you know, they might be willing to get rid of one of their, their receivers, maybe Julia Jones, but they've got two young receivers. I think at Devontas, I think they've always been pretty good at drafting receivers, so we'll, right. we'll see what happens. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Radio Pete's uh, list here. Uh, Radio Pete's list um, – you want to read it, Pete, or you want me to do it like I did uh, Harry's? Just no, go ahead. You're the J- master Jig, Same thing. Jags, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jets, Zach Wilson. Uh, he has uh, the 49ers taking Trey Lance at, uh, at uh, third. Um, same thing. He has the Patriots uh, jumping up into Atlanta's spot uh, and taking Justin Fields. Uh, and then he has Rashawn Slater going to the Bengals, Ty- uh, Kyle Pitts uh, going to the Dolphins, Jamar Chase going to the Lions. Uh, Patrick Sertain going to the Panthers. Uh, Michael Parsons going to the Broncos. Mac Jones going to the Cowboys. That's an interesting one because uh, they just gave all that money to to Dak, and uh, and now they're going to take a uh, take Mac and they'll have Dak and Mac. Uh, could be uh, could pose uh, some interesting uh, 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 happenings in uh, in uh, Big D. Uh, Jason Horn, cornerback for the Giants. Uh, I said Jason, J.C. Horn, uh, J.C. Horn. Wait a minute. Well, it's the he's, same thing, right? There's another cornerback, J.C. Horn. C. Horn was a cornerback. Okay. Uh, Penny Sewell uh, going to the Eagles. Dropping uh, down to 12. Dropping down to 12. Penny Sewell, look at that. Uh, Christian Derrishaw uh, going to the Chargers. Uh, Jalen Phillips. Edge Rusher going to the Vikings. And uh, Atlanta not trading uh, the pick they get from New England. Taking Jalen Waddle. Uh, dropping down to 15th uh, wide receiver. Uh, anything about that there, Mr. Rudio Pete? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say that I, I don't um, 
I don't think Mac Jones is a guy. Uh, I, I agree New England is probably going to trade up. I'm not sure. I think they are. They want to compete. Um, you know, there's a chance that Zach Wilson could be uh, – can you put that back up again, Mac and Jones? Um, uh, there's a chance that um, Zach Wilson could be good. And, of course, you've got um, uh, Allen in uh, Buffalo and Tua, who may or may not be good in uh, in Miami. And, you know, I, I don't think the Patriots want to wait. I, I think you're right. They need a good quarterback. They, they don't want to wait uh, with those teams being good. I don't think Mac Jones is a guy that you trade up to uh, number four. Um, I, I think some people are high on Mac Jones, and obviously there's a lot of people in the media who are making a lot of noise. I don't think a lot of the league is really that high on Mac Jones. I'll tell you uh, so one favorite person who is high on Mac Jones is Shanahan, and that's why I think he's going to go. There's a good chance he can go third. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's I. I don't know. I agree with you, by the way. Yeah, but, I, yeah. No, you're right, and you're right. He is. A, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know if he's if he's not. I don't think he's. I don't know. I don't think he's a guy that, that New England is uh, is going to be interested in if they trade up. Um, yeah, he's, he's uh, looking Trey, Trey Lance though. also. Trey Lance also. Uh, look, he's he's Mac Jones comes from a big program, right? He had great receivers to throw to. He had good numbers. You know. Yeah. Um, Trey Lance has a little bit more of the improvisational ability, I think. Um, maybe the Mac Jones does. I don't yeah, know. I think both. Maybe him and Justin Fields and Trey Lance are a little bit more. You know, athletic, for lack of a better term, meaning they can run the ball a little ball. But, you know, Jones is going to be interesting. He's somebody to watch. He's kind of he's kind of like Alex Smith to me. That's who he reminds me of. I, I yeah, think, more of a game I, manager. I, I think if you already have a quarterback and you could, you know, take a Mac Jones, I, well, I still I think, think Dallas might I, take a shot at him. Yeah. I don't think they're convinced. If Dar- if Dara Shore Penny Sewell are, are, are still available, then the Cowboys are going to do what they do better than anybody else, I think, in the league. And that's, I think, draft an offensive line. But, you know, you might be right. It could be a good fit. Good. I, I'm probably wrong. And uh, as far as the Falcons go, I'm hearing rumors that they're – not necessarily actively shopping Julio Jones, but would listen to offers. And uh, I, think, I think I think they are going to shop Julio Jones, and I think, I they're, think they're going to uh, if they're not already actively doing it. And I think you're right; they're going to stick with Matt Ryan for a little bit longer. And um, yeah, I mean, if you can get if you can get Jalen Waddle with the 15th pick, I mean, I think that's a great fit there. Yeah, uh, exactly. you know, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how these receivers so i think this is a good class for receivers you know we don't have one i don't think any of us had a running back in the top 15 on no it's a good nope. it's a good it's a good class for nope. quarterbacks it's a good class for wide receivers and and, it's and a, a few offensive, offensive linemen, linemen a yeah. couple edge rushers and cornerbacks there's 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 a lot of good talent in this draft yeah. overall not just it's not quarterback heavy or anything like that it's pretty much <laughs> no. over the look you, you have to first rounders are in today's nfl are about getting guys who can play right away Mm-hmm. who you can maximize the value of them in the first five years of their rookie contract. Exactly. And that's why you're, you're seeing the push that you're saying. And, I, and I've got the Giants passing on two offensive linemen. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> which they, which they, I think the Giants are yeah. going to take, I don't know. If they might too. They're going to okay. take, uh, take a left guard from Duke. There you go. 
Well, it's, a re- bas- it's a they want to reinvent it's a shooting guard from Duke. Right. shooting guard from Duke. They're taking a, taking a shooting guard from Duke exactly. All right, I'll throw up mine, uh, my picks. Here we go. I got Johnny. I got uh, I got the Jags taking Trevor Lawrence, the Jets taking Zach Wilson. I got Mac Jones going to the 49ers. Um, and uh, I I hear a lot of stuff about Julio Jones, and I really think Atlanta is going to move him. Uh, one, obviously getting older, but mainly his salary. They need yeah. they don't have any cap room whatsoever. So. Look, and, and, and you're right there. I mean, Kyle Pitts, I think, might and be the, would, would a, Kyle the Pitts right there, He would fill a huge void if they get rid of Julio Jones. So I don't think they're moving their pick. But long I do long line of pretty good tight ends in Atlanta. I do agree. Yeah, really. I do agree. Exactly. I do agree that uh, the Patriots are going to try and move up, though, so we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Pitts to Atlanta. I got Penny Sewell going to the uh, Bengals. Jamar Chase, wide receiver, going to the Dolphins. Give two another weapon. Uh, and I got the uh, the Lions trading their pick to the Pats. And I got the Patriots taking Trey Lance at seven. That'd be a good fit. That would be a great pick for them. Although I heard I, the rumor mill is that Belichick's hotter, higher on on uh, Justin Fields, but who knows? Uh, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. And I got uh, I got uh, Michael Parsons going to the Panthers. I got Justin Fields going to the Broncos. So I I got the Broncos taking a quarterback too. There you go. But um, uh, Cowboys, I got them uh, staying pat at ten and taking Quiddy Pay, uh, an edge rusher. Um, they could use that on that defense. The way that defense, you know. Didn't underperform last year. Quiddy Pay uh, is he? It's a name that could either be a, an edge rusher or an extra on Gunsmoke. Exactly, <laughs> and I think he was both actually. Yes, exactly. Uh, at that point, you got Jalen Waddle dropping to eleventh. I don't see how the Giants pass him up, uh, but mainly because Kyle Pitts is off the board already. Penny Sewell's off the board already. Micah Parsons off the board already. I don't see how the Giants pass up Jalen Waddle at eleven. Uh, I got Caleb Farley going to the Eagles as well, same as Harry. I got Devontae Smith going to the Chargers. Uh, again, um, giving uh, uh, giving uh, Herbert a weapon out there. Uh, Christian Darashaw going to the Vikings. And the Lions, uh, with the pick they get back from New England, taking Patrick Sertain. That's my uh, that's my draft board for the, for the top 15. So. There we go. Uh, so, there you go. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting night, uh, and we will uh, – we shall see. We're going to cover it live. Oh, no, we're not. And we're going to, and we're going to cover it live. We're going to be right back here watching it every step of the way with. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm you guys have fun. I may hire someone to keep track Watch of Watch it for you? Yeah, okay. keep track of the first Video. 15 picks for me. I'll give you 10 bucks. Just write the first 15 down and hand me a list in the morning. I will be. I'll be watching it. I will be watching it. We won't As be live, but I'll be watching it. up your phone. supposed to just, yeah. There's somebody down that list list for you for free. Exactly. So, but um, hey, there you go. So, I mean, that's pretty much all NFL we can talk about because there's really nothing going on. How many poop emojis will John post? This is definitely when 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 the Giants take some obscure (laughs) cornerback from Eastern Kentucky. (laughs) When 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 the Giants when the Giants draft, let's see, let's see who the Giants could draft. When they take the next JC Horn. It's going to be some edge rusher like who's who hasn't played in three years from you know. No, it's an, uh, they're going to take uh, they're going to take Rousseau. Uh, Quinn Mean Mean Meaner Meaners yeah Quinn yeah. Meaners he's from yeah. uh, uh, UW Whitewater uh, he's sat out last yeah. year because of COVID and was injured the year before so he hasn't right. played in two full years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
And, uh, well, of course, they could always take uh, Amari Rogers, too. Yeah. Um, he's a wide receiver. He's rated 100th overall. But, hey, you know what? Stranger things have happened. No, I really hey, believe top it. 100. I think Jalen Waddle's going to drop to 11th, and I think the Giants are going to walk away with him. I'm not, and 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 Devonte Smith's going to be on the board too, and I really believe he's, and the Giants will. I like Devonte's. You know, I I think there's I a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of good wide receivers. In I think this. there's a lot of good wide I mean, receivers. I, I, I sort of classify Pitts as. He's more of a. He's kind of an interesting athlete. You know, I, I he's he he's he's going to be lined up as a wideout quite a bit. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and and I mean, there's talk too that the Giants are looking to. You know, I mean. Who knows what they'll do? Um, you know, things can move around. There's talk that uh, they're um, they're waiting to see if uh, if uh, Gettleman's going to uh, make a move and and move down in the draft, get some draft capital. But I don't. He's never done it before, and you know. And he said they they he, they interviewed him the other day, and he said he's not going to get fleeced if it's a good deal for everybody. Well, mainly for him, obviously. Then he'll take the deal. Um, but well, in Mel Kiper's ninety seventh draft mock draft, he agrees with you. He's got Jalen Waddle going. For the Giants, yeah, makes me feel warm and fuzzy that Mel Kiper agrees with me. So, is, is there more? Is there a stranger guy on sports television? Oh, the only guy that looks stranger than Mel Kiper on television. Have you guys seen the guy that's on the NFL Network during the day? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully. He has the largest ears Years. I've ever seen on a human being. Uh-huh. He does. Uh, with, with all due respect. He's a good, and, a good. Does that announcer. even work when you say with all due respect and then insult somebody? Does that no. even work? You know? No, no. Uh, but well, uh, he, homeboy's he got have, some big ears. Let's just he say does that. have. He does, well. Let's put it this way. Got a I, voice I'm not going to say he actually has big ears. Maybe he's got. What a small he does head. have is the ears are flat out. Yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? They're 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 not they don't they're not big on the sides like you know mm-hmm. um, leaves going up on down on his head. They're they're. They're out like this, like so. Yeah. Facing so forward, Asian elephant sound. ears. There you instead go. Instead of African there elephant ears. Right. They are very large. They are very large. Um, but he hears perfect. You know, he doesn't even have to. Yeah, he doesn't even have to be on Zoom. Exactly. To hear the correspondence from Charlotte. <laughs> exactly. But with all due respect, great, great. You know, um, I don't even know his name. I just I, know his I, ears. I, 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 if you give me a minute, I could figure out his name, but I'm, I'm not even googling it. But I can't, uh, I can't right now. So, and there's no point in it anyway. So, those who know what we're talking about, no, and those who don't, don't. I don't know why that came up. I'm That's sorry. It's just funny, anyway. But Andrew anyway. Siciliano. Andrew Siciliano. There you go. Um, all right, that'll wrap up NFL, we're, folks. We're going to keep these. Uh, we're going to keep these graphics up, and we're going to revisit them next week and see who was right, who was wrong. Um, What's the prize if anybody gets uh, anything after the first two, right? Anything. What's the prize if anybody gets not coming whoever the first has, two? Whoever has the most right. Whoever has the most right does what? Gets what? I think whoever gets the most right or whoever has in their 15 picks also going just anywhere on the board in the top 15. So that would be the second thing. We got you. You know what I mean? Right, right. The, the the most amount of of, of players they picked. Oh, so wherever they go, that's the time. But still in the top fifteen. Yeah, because I I just sort of I threw around a bunch of scenarios that are a little far fetched, but gotcha. no, no, they could happen. Could could very well happen. We're all in agreement that it, that, that New England's going to move. It's just where to and 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 who else is going to move around with them. So, right. um, but uh, we will we will see. But we'll leave them up and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll think of something interesting for the winner to get. And no, it's not going to be. I a think cup it's of a tro- Pete's, Pete's tropical bath Pete's towel. Pete's tropical bath towel. There you go. 
And if Pete wins and he gets, he gets to keep it. He gets to keep it. Right? That's the prize. You get to keep your own towel. I will, I'll wash it if I, if I win. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go. All right. That's NFL for today. We'll uh, Let's talk a little NBA. Uh, we're, we're NBA. A little NBA. closer to the playoffs. The association. Yeah, we're a little closer to the uh, we're a little closer to playoffs now. Lakers um, lost again tonight. I guess they did. And um, Knicks. Uh, Knicks are uh, beaten. They beat Chicago. Knicks beat Chicago. Atlanta lost to Philly, so they're officially in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Knicks are in fourth place, <clears throat> and they got what? There's ten games left, right? Ten. Yeah, ten games. I think so. You know, I think I'm wondering <clears throat> if the Knicks lead the league in games where they've held opponents under 100 points this year. I mean, you know, the Bulls were playing without a couple of their best players. I think what's his name was out. Uh, Zach Levine. Yeah. Vukovic played, but, uh, you know, hey, plus 21 for Julius Randle, 34.7 rebounds. Yep. The key, the key to the Knicks is every – it seems like almost any time R.J. Barrett scores 20 or more, mm-hmm. the Knicks win. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's... – Well, I mean, it, you know what? I mean, uh, uh, which it has got to be having a good game too. Um, Who Derrick Rose? <laughs> I mean, he, he's well. No, if Derrick Rose is having a good game, then of course that's the uh, that's the case. But um, uh, no, the uh, Bullock. Uh, no, Randall. Uh, if Randall's having a good game, oh, yeah. well, Randall's had. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I mean, think I think been, I texted been, you guys earlier on, this week. I think he's got to be in the MVP conversation. He's been on, of course, and he's been on. Uh, you know, he's been on every game. And and playing well and 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 the numbers are just crazy. But yet, the uh, the other night when they lost to uh, uh, which McCall who only lost to the other night, Phoenix, uh, Suns. Yeah, they lost to the Suns. Um, yeah, he he had an off night and they lost. And it was like of, okay. of all the games that they won in a row. And then you know today, um, playing playing uh, uh, you know playing what he's playing. Aiden um, had a lot to do with that. They 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 kind of clamped down on him and denied him the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but he did have an off night. Uh, they were up by double digits. At the yeah, the Knicks were up. The, up the, the, the Suns yeah. didn't lead till the, the what the third. Uh, the, Sun, yeah. the Suns actually impressed me with their defense down the yeah. stretch. So, but it, what it did impress me with the Knicks the way they played the Suns and the Suns are you mm-hmm. know Suns are Suns are a good team. Uh, you know clearly. Uh, so well, Chris Paul um, stepped up at the end and he did. He did. He's like, wait a minute, we Look, can't because can't they just lost to the Nets too the night before. I, I think you could right. see the the Western Conference Finals in tonight's game with the Clippers and the Suns. I mean, I, I still think Utah's a slightly better team than Phoenix, but all things considered, the right matchup, the Clippers maybe beating Utah before the the Suns. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think the Clippers and Suns are this. This is an interesting game. I'm, uh, this is I think it's on ESPN. After I'll probably watch the end of this. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Both teams are really yeah. fun to watch. You I still say that. Been, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I still say the Jazz is going to be in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, Jazz I, Nuggets. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. I, I don't yeah, think it jazz, could happen in the way of. Jazz are uh, struggling a little bit right now, but uh, they have been very good for a good long time. And I think uh, Mitchell's still out for them, right? So that's. Uh, uh, is he back? I think he's back. Okay. But I could be wrong. Which, but uh, you, that, that would definitely account for them uh, having a little bit of a tougher time. By the yeah. way, just as a side note and completely unrelated to anything, 
Uh, Portland is leading Memphis at the half, 74-46. Really? Which means that when Portland, yeah. <laughs> which means that the, the the Blazers are shooting lights out, which they can do. Yeah, and I don't think I want to play Portland in the first round of the playoffs. No, nope. I wouldn't want to. Nope. Exactly, but I mean they'll play. You know they're they're going to play. Uh, you know if 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 things sit like they are right now, you know, and let, let's just say it's Portland and Memphis. Portland's playing uh, the Suns. Uh, so I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the Suns only, are still going to have an advantage, but it would be it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a good. Portland's series. only a couple games, a couple games ahead of Memphis, by the way. So, mm-hmm. which you know, anything could. Happen. I don't know the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, not, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are a pretty good team. I guess. I didn't think of them as a pretty good team. Yeah, I mean, I think if they were in the East, they'd be in the top four. Right. Well, they're oh well, yeah, they're two games over five hundred. Yeah, okay. But I, I mean, they'd have a better record. They're, if they they're a little better. Games. They're a little better than I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Memphis is a uh, is pretty good. I mean, Golden State's another team, man. I don't think I want to play play them in a go up against Steph Curry in a playing no, game. No, especially not when he's all fired up like he's been the last you know week and a half. Right. Yeah. Putting up you know thirty five plus every night. Yeah. It's Charles Barkley said, "Put some wood on that boy." Yeah, <laughs> he needs a little wood. And Washington is uh, hanging around too. They're just one of those teams that yeah, if they get into that that, 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 that backward play-in, yeah, if they get into the play-in playoff, they mm-hmm. could easily come out of the play-in playoff too. Yeah, yeah but they they you know. they be the team that would have to play the Nets though. I don't think the I don't think the Nets are going to let Washington get past. Them. No, but I'm just saying as far as being on the the outside of the official playoffs and I'd having be rooting to, for the Wizards though, like something having else. to play your way in, you know, <laughs> um, they could be dangerous. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I agree. The, in the play-in game itself, they'd be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once they get out of the game, yeah, because it's 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 not playoff series; it's playing game. So they're playing one game. Moving on, and they they would have to play, uh, they would have to play two games. They no, that's play, what I mean. It's that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's two games. Like, they got to play. The, they got to they got to win that game, win the nine ten game, and then play the loser of the seven eight game. I mean, the kind of if the things sort of stay the way it is right now, they would maybe be playing the Pacers, and then you know, kind of the winner of looks like maybe Miami and Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, you know, so the loser Here, of Miami. He, here's the most interesting stat that I see in the Eastern conference, mm-hmm. the Knicks are only three games behind the bucks and the wind column. Yep. Yep. That's pretty, that's scary. If I'm, that's scary. If I'm a Milwaukee bucks, uh-huh. you know, I, I well, still I, think I, that, I, I still think that I don't think the, they could go on it with, with not with they actually have nine games to play. I don't think they could actually go on a run. No, no, no. They're not going to catch him. But, but look at the last 10 games. Mm-hmm. The three teams ahead of the Knicks are all six and four. The Knicks are nine and one. Mm-hmm. So uh, now there's less than ten games the, left. The, Wiz- the Wizards are also nine and one in their last ten. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, nine and one in their last ten. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, and then you, you look at and they look at the Celtics and the Hawks. They're both six and four as well. Miami's even. Charlotte is. <coughs> I think from four through ten, Falling, you know. I think from four through ten in the East, any of those teams can beat any one of those other teams in a playoff series. I, th- I, I think if there's, I think they're all evenly matched. Knicks against the Hawks, toss up. Knicks against the Celtics, toss up. Atlanta against the Celtics, toss up. Miami versus the Hawks, 
it's a toss up. Right. You know, you, you know, Charlotte, Indiana, maybe you get a in Washington, maybe you get a little more separation. But are you are you confident the Knicks could beat Charlotte in a five game series or a seven game series? I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not 100 percent. But you know what? I'm not 100 percent sure any of those teams in the middle right there. That's what I mean. Beat any other team. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I, well, I, I, I think the Bucks. I, I think it's going to come down to the Nets and Sixers. And I think obviously the Bucks and Sixers are going to probably wind up playing each other before the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think that'll give the Nets a, a, a real benefit because those two teams are going to be—it's that's going to be physical, and they're going to beat up on each other. Yeah, um, I, I just don't, I just can't see the Sixers or the Bucks beating the Nets. Not if two of the big three are healthy, meaning you know Durant and one of the other guys, right? Which I think that's what's going to happen. You're, you're, you're going to see they're going to get to the playoffs and everybody's going to be healthy. I mean, I think Durant can play 24 minutes in the playoffs for 28 points. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. He can, well, you, that's right. You figure whatever you're going to whatever you're going to put him in, you know, whatever his his minutes is going to be, he's going to be right around that number of points. With points yeah. So, you know, put him in for 20 and we'll take the 20. Uh, I, it's, I don't think Harden is going to play until the playoffs, right, at this point. At this point, why would it? Why would he bother? Yeah, you know, like we talked about last week. I don't think, you know what? They're in first place right now. The way they're playing, it looks like they're going to keep it. I mean, I mean, they only got they're they're up a game on on Philly now. But I mean, you know, I, but I I don't think first or second is as important to them as yeah. as, as it should be because it's just going to come down to the 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 finals, the the conference finals for uh, for that. So um, you know, keep them healthy. You know, keep them healthy and then just kill it in the finals, uh, conference finals, or you know, the playoffs, I should say. The only the one team that I can see that may be giving the Nets a series because of their defense and because of their length in the backcourt mm-hmm. is the Sixers. I just think that the Sixers match up a little better against the Nets than yeah. the Bucks do. Uh, I also think the Sixers match up. Uh, I also think the Nets match up better against the Bucks than the Sixers do. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be the Nets and how, some, somebody else. How insane would it be? And we all know this is not going to happen this year, but let's just hypothetically say how insane would it be that, you know, the top four teams right now, the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Knicks are your final four in the East. And the Knicks actually, you know, take care of business with the Nets. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it would be the upset of the century. That's my point. You know, yeah. it would be insane. Um, and then, and it, it, I mean, insane. I think the only way it would happen is there'd have to be some sort of injury, God forbid, to, right. to one of these guys that where they go down. During the series, and it, and it, it evens things up a little bit. But right. the Knicks still, to me, and I think this kind of proved itself in Phoenix. They still, they're still really challenged to beat one of the top, let's say, eight teams yeah, in the league. No, I agree. They're just not quite there yet. But they're winning the games that they should win, sure. and they're winning a lot of the games that you kind of think, eh, this is one that they're probably going to lose. And they're winning win. those. Well, you know what? I, I don't think it'd be, I don't think it would be a sweep, though. I think the Knicks, no. I think the Knicks could steal a game or two in yeah. in, in the seven game series. Yeah, you know, lose four to two or or, or whatever. But uh, I mean, watching you know watching Durant and watching Durant and uh, Randall go at it, that'd be a lot of fun. It would be fun. I'd like to see that. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. So, well, we'll uh, we'll see how that happens and uh, and what what happens with that. I should say. Um, anything uh, we want to. Uh, else we want to talk about in uh, the wonderful world of... Uh... Did you guys see the inbounds uh, deal with Kevin Love? 
No, yeah. Kevin loves playing. Yeah. So uh, they were playing uh, Toronto. <laughs> right. Were you, were you watching NBA Classics? No, it was. was on the. Uh, <laughs> it was on the. Uh, NES uh, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So, um, no, that's a little before Kevin Love. So here's so Kevin Love apparently had gotten kind of pushed around a little bit and felt a little bit disrespected during the game against Toronto. Right. So Toronto got an easy layup basket, and the referee shoveled the ball to Kevin Love, who was out of bounds, you know, to throw him the ball, and Love just sort of like reached up and like slapped at it and slapped it into the court. And I guess he meant to slap it to whoever was standing there. But I think it was uh, uh, Nick Van Fleet was also in the backcourt. And the ball went to him by mistake. Uh, and he, well, basically Toronto <laughs> was heading up the court. They all turned around and came back down and they got another basket. And this nice. was, uh, I think, fourth quarter. And I think uh Cleveland was down by seven, and then after that, they were down by nine, and they went on to lose the game. And uh, it was just sort of a – he was seemed to be frustrated and disgusted. The reason I bring it up is that – and I watched the play, and, yeah, it was a stupid thing to do, but got a lot of uh, press and the uh, the pundits are talking about uh, what was going to happen. Was the team going to find him? Does he need to apologize? Is the NBA going to suspend him? And I, I urge you to, to check out the play, but – uh, look, this, this this just in. Are you on, are you on Twitter? Kevin Love just signed a contract with the Nets. There we go. <laughs> we'll take him. I mean, it'd be perfect replacement for uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. It, it's it was a bonehead play, and uh, yeah. But I I didn't just didn't think it was that big of a deal. He just he did something stupid, and they're talking about maybe suspending him, or the, you know the team's going to fine him, or how do they discipline him? You know, that's that such a terrible thing to do. Like, well, Cleveland's not going anywhere anyway. Not that that should dictate how you play, but. Right. I don't know. It shouldn't, but. Hey, Kevin Love's averaging 12 and 6 this year. I mean, not Ke horrible. Well, Kevin, well below. Look, Ke Kevin Love's been a pretty good player for a lot of years, you know? Absolutely. I mean, he I mean, led the league in scoring twice, I think, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And look, he decided to stay, and LeBron and Kyrie left, and he took the money and he stayed in Cleveland. And. The reason LeBron and Kyrie left is because they kind of, I think, saw the writing on the wall that nothing really good Kevin, was going to go on there. Kevin Love's younger than I thought he was. He's only 32. Yeah. And, and he's been a quality player for he's a very good player. decade, you know. So, um, I don't know. I just I didn't know if you guys had seen it. It, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. It was a bonehead play. And, and he, you know, he's talked about in the past having, you know, issues, some emotional issues, anger kind of issues and stuff like that. And he was obviously frustrated with the way the game was going. And like I said, I didn't see it. I just know what they what they were talking about, him kind of getting uh, pushed around a little bit and feeling disrespected. Right. But I don't know. I don't – the dumb thing to do, but not worthy of a, a fine. He's yeah. just well, gonna, he should apologize to the team and the fans and go, look, it was stupid. I was angry. It was a moment of anger. It was dumb. Uh, I'm sorry about it. You know, I don't think you need to be disciplining him. Well, he got the he got Cleveland on Sports Center in basketball for the first time since LeBron left. <laughs> yeah, there you, there go. you go. True story. <laughs> True story. The, the, the only time, the last time a, a, a Cleveland Cavalier was on uh, national television was uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Another true story. 
<laughs> so, all true stories on the locker room podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, but, we, uh, get, we get down uh, to, to the uh, to the nitty gritty. Uh, we do our uh, top ten right. top ten NBA players who have dated, married, or slept with a Kardashian. <laughs> Number ten. That's <laughs> going to be a tough list. Well, you got to you got to narrow it down, Pete. You got to you got to really yeah, break down true. stats. Now, um, when you say Kardashian, you mean Kardashian like in the in the royal sense, like the uh, you know the Jenners and everything, you know, just or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, okay, yeah. the whole thing. It's one family tree. Gotcha. All right, sure. Sure. Yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all I got for the NBA. There you go. All right. That's all I got too. Hopefully, the Nuggets can hold on tonight. Yeah. I... They're a lot a of injuries on the Nuggets, but they're still playing right. good basketball. Still playing good basketball. They're still playing and, uh, really good basketball. So I, I, I got to hand it to the Joker. I mean, he's and he's got to be the MVP. Yeah, he's just it's insane what he's doing. Yeah, they're up by ten. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I see. Picked up, picked up Austin Rivers. I thought maybe they'd go with Isaiah Thomas, but they picked up Austin Rivers. He's he's not doing much, but he's playing. I think he's already played like 14, 15 minutes tonight. So we'll see. Yeah, just, a, just another another uh, another couple weeks. You thought, I thought the Knicks had too many forwards. Now it's <laughs> the Nuggets have like one guard, and all for, yeah, no, <laughs> one guard, no centers, all forwards. Yeah. Well, they have the best center in basketball, but yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, there we go. There right. you go. So yeah, another few weeks, and we'll be uh, we'll be uh, looking at the playoffs, looking at the playoff picture. Well, and things will come together sooner than that, but we'll uh, we'll figure out what's going on. But we'll. Uh, Move on to uh, anything uh, hockey? No, no. Hockey? Take take this off for <laughs> till the till the Stanley Cup Finals. There you go. Well, all I want to say is that the Hurricanes are actually have the most points in the league right now. So there you go. That's great. Uh, That's yeah. great. Where are they? What, what town are they from? It's Ca- the Carolina Hurricanes. The the the, uh, the Nissan Teterboro Hurricanes. <laughs> that would be no. That would be the Discover Central. Discover Central. Central. Discover Central. There you go. Yeah, right. Carolina, the Central. And the Rangers. And the Rangers are Rangers are quietly uh, playing some good hockey, and uh, they're it's they're still only, too late. They're only, oh, they got a few games left. They got, yeah, uh, they got a shot. They got a shot. They got a shot. They're only four points out of first out of fourth place, and it's Boston. It's in fourth too. So I mean, they, they probably have about seventeen games left against Boston. So we'll see how that works out. But pretty much uh, status quo, and obviously their playoffs. Uh, you know, pushing for the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs are going to be uh, after. Basketball, so we'll uh, we'll report back on that. And hey, I think that's about it, really. Um, All right, I'll do it. That's it. And so uh, uh, you know, geez, there's good graphics today, John. Hey, I tried. Yeah, I thought, nice the, thought the thought the uh, draft graphics seriously were really was outstanding. Pretty pro. I did notice the little uh, little pictures behind the logo there. A little pictures behind the logo, and yeah, I like the, the the lettering, blue lettering with the white. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. I could actually take the looking logo off good. so that we could see Pete's face there. Mm, yeah, that no. was that was my face while I was making these picks. Hey, who? <laughs> 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 oh, you gotta love it. Uh... Uh, anyway, all right. Well, on that note, we'll wrap the show up for today. We want to thank everybody for watching, and for those of you just listening to the audio podcast, thanks for listening. Don't forget to visit our website www.logroom.com. That's L-A-G-E-R-R-O-O-M.com. And please remember, like us and follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. All of them are at The Logger Room. Remember, we go live with the video podcast on both Facebook and YouTube every Wednesday night at 730. And for those of you that just want to listen to the audio podcast, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to one or more of those feeds and you'll never miss a show. Again, thanks for following along with us. Uh, Have a great rest of your week. Folks, watch the uh, draft tomorrow night. 
see uh, see how we uh, stack up against what actually uh, you know all the all the pundits that you know get paid from the networks to make their picks. Uh, see how we stack up against them, and, uh, and just see who your uh, team actually picks or makes a mistake of if you're in if you're in, in a lot of cases uh, teams that have done that. How, how much how much do the guys make guys and gals make that are, are going to get it just as wrong as we are? You know, well, a lot more than we did. A lot more than a lot more than three of us are making. So. I don't know. I don't true. know what deals you guys made, but my uh, income from the draft is zero. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't my, I'm not uh, getting anything. Zero. Uh, yeah. yeah, nothing, zero yeah. zilch, and they're and hey, you know what? They can they can get it just as wrong as us, and they're getting a check. So hey. I'm looking forward to the tropical towel. So you know, I am too. So let's uh, let's uh, let's cross our fingers that one. Throw of us in the proverbial tropical towel. Yeah, get that tropical towel out of that room, and maybe uh, I'll I'll make an ascot out of that. And wear there you go. Uh, there next you go. Week. Tropical ascot. <laughs> tropical ascot. Ascot. That was a, that was a re- that was a reggae band, wasn't it? Tropical yes. ascot. Tropical it was, ascot. It was tropical <laughs> ascot. But yes. It was Ziggy Marley in the, the tropical, tropical ascot. ascot. What's, what, after you score, you got a tropical ascot, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my Jamaican is Irish. That's <laughs> <laughs> an Irish Jamaican, you know. It's like uh, blends between the two. Yeah. Oh, you got a little <laughs> tropical ascot. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Rastafari. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! All right, <laughs> all right. On that note, next like week said, we'll be listening to the soothing sounds of Tropical Ascot. Tropical Ascot. We'll be opening the show. <laughs> we'll and, all be uh, smoking pipes and wearing Tropical Ascots. <laughs> tropical Ascot with Bernie Williams. That's right. Okay. Uh, with the uh, powder blue kimonos. Mm-hmm. That's what we're wearing. So enjoy it. So anyway, enjoy your sports, and we will talk to you soon, folks. Have a great week. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Cheers. Ciao. Peace. Look at the little tulip.